and then we'll do a clap sync in three, two, one. Ooh. So we just watched a speed run of Tunic. Yeah. And um, wow. Turns out there's a lot of bugs in that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, really, just a couple <laughs> of really um, impactful bugs. Yeah, there's yeah. this thing these motherfuckers are doing on the ladder, which I don't know which manual page this was from, but, like, where you just, like, glitch, <laughs> like, and you just, like, fly through the plane. It just reminds me of, like, all these games have something like this where you get out of bounds or something and you yeah. just start, like, soaring. And then mm -hmm. it's, like, everyone just sort of stares at each other, like, this is acceptable. And, like, the speedrunner's like, this is my whole world. Like, I live on this plane. I don't even live on the existence of the plane that you do. And you're like, all right, well, fair enough then. Um, and then they, like, did shit. Like, they glitched, like, the fucking, the blue boss. It just like knocked it off the edge, basically, or some shit with freezing, and you're like, okay, well, that. That's what you, <laughs> you know. What I would watch, I would watch a channel where it's speedrunners playing games for the first time ever, because like, do they just go through games just like rolling into walls and trying to do crazy <laughs> shit, or do they just play it the first time? I so the only experience I've had with that is I watched uh, a guy named Distortion. He does Dark Souls mm -hmm. speedruns. Uh, Distortion. Distortion yeah, Distortion 2, I guess, is his official name. But mm -hmm. um, I watched him play Elden Ring for the first time. Um, and yeah, at least for the most part, like, he would play through it, like, pretty normally. Um, but I feel like a lot of what also occurred was, like, encountering bosses that you are very underleveled for and, like, just brute forcing your way through it as, like, a level one character mm. <laughs> seemed yeah. to be a lot of the gist. Um but all and also like I feel like as he was playing through the game, he was also like you could tell the gears in his head were already starting to suss out like, okay, well there's probably some way that we could glitch this like torrent character on this thing maybe that has a potential for a skip potentially He's like writing notes down somewhere yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah I think it must be like really exacerbated because like for like a Dark Souls player like I'd experience while well, there's like a lot of these extremer type characters like they were brute forcing so much of Elden Ring at early levels i mean even i was doing it to my own degree way less than these people but still like in my own sort of small way and i just feel like if you're a speedrunner and you've been playing the game so much like it must be such a strange feeling to like not be able to just destroy the game at level mm -hmm. one <laughs> elegantly perfectly every time like it almost must feel like embarrassing honestly mm -hmm. like a little like people are watching me do this like no like i don't get hit i haven't gotten hit in three years there was that one time I was sick and I got hit and that was really unfortunate. You think that's I how Happy Hob thinks about it? He oh plays God. Elden Ring for the first time, he gets hit and he's like, fuck! <laughs> Dude, Happy Hob was really an era. And then I feel like he, <clears throat> I don't know, I was really into watching him for a while and then he like started to realize that he was like close to like one of his god runs and he started to like really farm it. And he was like right about to hit the god run. He's like, all right, well, I'm gonna come back tomorrow and finish this. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. You're coming back tomorrow. He's like, nah, dude, I really want to like get to sleep like earlier because like, you know, I like said I was gonna go to like dinner or whatever. I'm like, you're gonna, you're gonna, how am I supposed to be excited? If this isn't, how did you, if you didn't throw your entire life away for this, I don't understand how I'm supposed to get off, frankly. Um, but yeah, so anyways. May, maybe at the start of this episode, we should preface and say, there's probably going to be spoilers in this one because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we oh, uh man. the first episode we did was started off with no spoilers and then maybe towards the end we covered a little bit but yeah this time we're probably going to talk about the game in more detail Agreed. i certainly hope so because we're the tyranny of thumbs gaming podcast oh a podcast where we play a game each week together and then we talk about it and this week is week two of tunic and we will spoil absolutely everything in the entire game yeah that we remember yeah. 
about. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we definitely won't spoil everything in the entire game, but we're going to try to spoil everything we can yeah, remember. Yeah, to be clear, yeah. we don't know everything in the entire no. game because this game is wild and has a lot of secrets. What I will say is like, I know, okay, we did like the Q&A and we've also talked about this like just over the years, like think like when we were doing Game of the Year and stuff, but like people occasionally ask us like, essentially like how do you complete games? And like we've tried so hard over the years to complete games and to like try to give them like a fair shake. And it, I feel like every once in a while, and it's really hard by the way to do that, um, and I just yeah, can like, you guys teach me? I we can try. I, I barely <laughs> ever finish games, <laughs> dude. It's hard as fuck. Like you, you basically need to like need to. I don't. I don't know. Um, Matt, I feel like you would be a game completer, but there's just what too many games or what? Like, well, no. He, th- this is it's. I'm talking more about my childhood. Basically, every <laughs> game I would play, I would get to the final boss, give it a couple attempts, and then just. I'm like, I've seen 99% of the game. I'm good. <laughs> I did that with, like, the old Star Star Fox Adventure, the, like, Dino Planet one. Wow. I did that with uh, Skyward Sword. Wow. You know? There's a lot of games I just got to the last boss and was like, I'm good. I've never thought about it like that, but it is true, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you make it to the end boss, you've essentially seen everything the game has to offer. Except its conclusion, bro. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Except for the payoff, in theory, if there is one. Do, Matt, do you think there's a little bit, now that we're, like, digging into your childhood psyche here, do you think there's a bit of, like, I know Elena, I, when I first met her, really struggled to finish TV shows because she was like, well, if I watch the last episode, but, then yeah, it's over. I didn't struggle. I refused. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting theory, McCoy. Like, I definitely see what you're talking about, yeah. but it doesn't translate over to TV shows for me. I always... Okay. Even like if a TV show is bad, if I watch like the first three episodes, I kind of force myself to finish it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the opposite. You're like, Come listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how does this end? I was just as bad as I thought. But the thing is, so the reason why I say this, right, is because, like, we talked about how we, like we, we complete these games over the years, right? And 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 in this case, we thought about as we were playing it, we we're sort of like different people are in different spots. Like, you know, James, do you think we should beat this game? Do you think we should not? We sort of waffled around it. And I feel like we were just instantly reminded of our, like, values and principles because the second half of this game is different than the first half and you did not see it all if you go halfway through and then think you got the gist of it and walk out. Mm -hmm. You very much Mm -hmm. did not. And I feel like that's what this last week was, was like, oh, it's it's different on the back half. Um, It's crazy how much it changed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Matt hinted at that. Matt, I remember it was when you were watching us play or if it was on the podcast, I'm just going to repeat it, but you were like... Yeah, this might be a game that you want to fully complete. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we're like saying that to each other. Like, even this past week, as we like beat the final boss the first time, we're like, okay, cool. So we're like, we're done with the game. And then like in the back of our minds, we're like, so this is a game you might want to complete. Dude, I'm, sad, I'm and telling I was you, like, oh, rent fuck, free in my head, and I didn't know here. what it meant exactly. Yeah. I was like, does he mean a hundred percent? It does he mean? Because at some point, yeah. You get, so yeah. go ahead. I guess the question is, since since we're Getting into spoilers, the biggest spoiler, which ending did you guys get? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's the A ending and there's the B ending, and then allegedly there may yeah, be another... Yeah, I've heard rumors that one of us got a <clears throat> a different ending than A and B. Really? It different... was Zoe. I heard that Zoe got a different ending. No, she got B. I think huh? I got the B ending. Oh, yeah. So there's these different, there's these pages in the manual, Elena. There's A, which is you fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's B, which is you showing the manual. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Yes. Yeah. And is you need the whole manual to get that one, I assume? Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. So I... What ended up happening, I attempted the boss a couple times, got to the second phase a couple times, and eventually I was like, oh, well, it is kind of nice that the overworld still has all these secrets, so, like, I'm gonna, like, decompress and, like, maybe, like, step away from this boss fight and just, like, explore some secrets. So, like, I did that, I completed the manual, I got some, like, fairies, I found some treasures, and then... (laughs) I have to set this up. I like set the game down. I pause it. I'm like, I'm going to go on a walk. I go on a walk with my dog and with Brandon. And I'm just like, there's this boss I'm trying to beat and it's frustrating, but like, I think I got it. So we walk, I sit down, Brandon sits behind me for moral support. I go into the boss room and then the B ending starts up and I'm like, oh, like this cuts he's different. I guess I don't have to fight you. <laughs> yeah. Like just, just all of this, all of this build up, all of this hype. I was like going in there just like chest pounding, like ready to go, like, yeah, yeah. And then just the most poignant, like emotional scene happens, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is good too. And a part of me is also just like, oh thank God. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you yeah, mean I yeah, sorry. The, my yeah, my first playthrough, I also like collected all the pages, and then passed off the manual so I didn't have to fight. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and attack. So like, if you attack instead of handing the manual, you can still do the fight even if you've completed everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when James was saying like, "God, Matt, like this this boss is so hard." Last weekend, I, I was like, yes, but also, if you do it the way I did it first, it's super easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what you meant? Because it's so funny, because you were sort of like, yeah, I didn't really use a lot of items, so I just kind of like, I just walked through the fight, and I was like thinking in my mind, oh. like, you spammed a bunch of items and just like, cheesed the boss. That was the other thing, yeah. I see. I, I, see. I saved a ton of berries for, for the, I mm. never used like any of my health or mana <laughs> berries, <laughs> and so I used a ton of them, so I was like shotgunning. A bunch in the final fight and it, it was actually that one was not the hardest fight for me i think hmm. i think the mm-hmm. blue rat was mm-hmm. yeah matt's fucking doom guy in the back just fuck with the shotgun just yeah. like yeah like, i was i was basically playing doom yeah yeah i definitely and, i don't know i definitely think that the uh the air the final boss was the hardest for me <clears throat> mm-hmm. but part of that is because i like put the game down like I got there, I got to that boss, and then I put the game down for like two weeks, and then um, work became insane, and I was just like super mentally exhausted for like two weeks, and I kept trying to go back and do that, and I only had the mental fortitude to like face the boss like two times. <laughs> Get then I'd be and like, leave. and quit. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him with the shady link and post. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. 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 This yeah, this game to me was like there were occasionally like skill barriers and I would just yeah. try the bo- like fight a little bit and I would just be like you know, I could do this now, but it would be like at the end of like a long like night session it'd be like I could do this now but I will not sleep. Like so I think that's kind of a throw. So I would just like put it down mm. and then I would just get up in the morning and I'd be like I feel ready. And mm-hmm. I would just walk in there and I would just slay. Just fucking mm. like demon mode. Um but, like, it's all about just managing that for me. Like, it was, like, coming the most fresh possible. 
which I think helps a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I finally, I finally managed to beat the boss yesterday. Um, nice. Cause I was feeling nice and refreshed. I went to a gentle yoga class that morning. <laughs> These are the things you have to do to be a game because, like this. Yeah, because on Thursday, the, today is Monday. On Thursday, I went to an insane workout, mm. and I was I like could barely move my arms. Friday. And yeah, then, you playing Halo? Like no wait, I guess. And Saturday then I could barely Halo, move my arms Saturday as well. So yeah. I was like, I really need to stretch a lot but it can't be like normal yoga it has to be gentle yoga <laughs> i get it james you experienced what like a lot of early esports professionals did when the orcs started to get money like where they like hired personal trainers to get these nerds fit but then like they would do arm day like the day of the tournament and the team yeah. that did arm day would just lose like yeah. just unironically just completely crushed like like that was what you were experiencing you're like why <laughs> why is my halo game off why is my tunic game off like yeah, yeah I, I could, like, barely, like, move my mouse fast enough to, like, track someone. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. But so the thing is, okay. I'm so still right, right. a little bit sore, even. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. You got to think of it as a, a mental victory. Like, you got to be like, oh, for dude, sure. every time I, my arm hurts, that's just the price that I pay for growing, becoming stronger. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I like being sore. A lot of people like don't like being sore. I like it. It's just a reminder that I did something. You know what I mean? That I'm growing. Yeah. But uh, for sure. But the th- okay, so here's the thing, right? So where we sort of left off a little, I mean, you know, we could talk about you can jump anywhere you want, but sort of just for context for people, it's like you get the sort of three hexagons and then you're like, all right, like, you know, now I can do the next thing. But then you sort of like get knocked in the spirit realm. You live, lose all your stats and you should go, like, collect them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess you don't really need to, but it's like they reveal the final boss to you. You can fight the air right there. Um, right. But you probably should get your stats back. Probably. The air. H-E-I-R. I kept being like, what the fuck are you guys talking about air, like the element? Okay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> the hair. to clarify. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the hair. The air. Well, I, I do want to backtrack a little bit, though, about even just when you're in spectral form, though, because we kind of talked about how the game just takes another turn right after those right, three. Exactly. You get your, I guess, your scripted death versus the air the first time mm-hmm. um, and then are there for a ghost. Um, because I also think that was just it was to me, it was just an interesting uh, take and direction on game difficulty. Um I don't know, like, it was, I'm curious if you guys, like, you know, what you guys liked about that or what you guys disliked about that, because, like, it's kind of like this weird, like, this is how far I've come moment where you get stripped of all your stats and, you know, your attack is what it used to be, like, when you first started and everything like that, but then at the same time, and, like, you still have your, like, endgame items, and yet you were also extremely weak and it does the game does put you through a pretty brutal series of um you know enemies to pass through not to mention just that final cathedral um i guess sequence battle i don't know whatever to call it with the six waves that you have to fight um because to me it was just like it it really just kind of added this new element of like needing to play safe um, especially mm-hmm. since a lot of the enemies, like one of the enemy types is like this invisible dude 
that like you know will just fly at you and deal a shit ton of damage um i, I would know, say like, just just for that you and that person alone like the key is that they fly at you but i didn't know that for so long trying to figure them out and i kept like shooting at i thought they were shooting projectiles because you can see right. the like path mm-hmm. again of them shooting at you so i shot at where the ghost launched himself from not where he ended up for so long with everything i'm burning like my freezes like all my magic and i'm just like the fuck is happening um and so it's just there's like there's still a lot of like discoveries to be had on this like in this section like where you sort of like click into place because it's just just so funny right because like once you get it you're like yeah yeah he he rushes himself at you but actually like fuck man that was that was like a lot of trial and error for me to even figure Mm. that out i had to like corner him i had to like run into like a linear area and then just like swing behind me a bunch to finally hit these people but but really i mean did you realize that when you stand in water they make footsteps yes Mm -hmm. yes that's how we figured it out Ah. yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, that's how you figured out that they were rushing at you. Yep. But like yeah. the thing is though, like, yeah, like that. There's like the game difficulty aspect of this, and then there's sort of the Metroidvania aspect of this too, and we could talk about all of it. But it's like then they they drop you in this smaller but still large, like version of the overworld that yeah. has like cut off sections. Mm-hmm. And let's let's talk quickly about that in like the story where you're like turning on this purple machinery all mm-hmm. over the place and it really seems to be quite bad <laughs> it's so yeah. ominous those like yeah, I don't the know, like, the ta- or things yeah mm-hmm. yeah so evil and and then like some of the pipes that or or whatever they are with the glow purple are broken and just like dripping this purple shit out and it like hurts and it's, you and poisons and it hurts yeah. you yeah Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go into the mine where it's being mined, the purple stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and not only does it hurt you, but it like lowers your max health. Your max, yeah. Yeah. It feels bad, right? Yes. Yeah. Can we say that? Very, it feels very bad. bad. Yeah. So there's like some bad feel, but then it also feels like progression, you know? And you just like, it's like that's such a gamer thing of like, I must progress. At what cost? You mean you gotta activate the evil towers and pollute the world, but mm-hmm. at what cost? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. And so the thing is, I will say, okay, let me set the stage like this. Like, feel free to talk about like whatever in terms of this section because it is quite different. But this is the part of the game where like I feel like I ran into a number of situations where I was like, oh my god, they're gonna make me do a bunch of bullshit. Like, I just I had that like overwhelming feeling when because like when it's the different version of the overworld, I'm like, there's no fucking way. I need to go to every place again. And you don't, mm-hmm. but, but still you have to go to quite a few and it ends up being pretty reasonable, but it's like that, that daunting feeling of like, Oh no, no, don't make me, don't make me go back through this whole map again. Or like when you're like trying to get all the fairies, you're like, do I have to get all the fairy? Like that's a lot of, I, and so it's the pace of the game. I think is like really different in the second section where there's like at some point, I know for Elaine and I, we're just sitting there going like, yeah, we could get more manual pages. Maybe we will end up doing that. I think I can just kill the boss now. And at some point I'm like, I I don't want to say like, I'm sitting there going like, 
do I want to say that I'm bored of these puzzles and I'd prefer to just kill the boss? But like, kinda. Like it, it really, there's a lot of like puzzling in a very different gameplay style, like very different flow, like very little like action, very much like put all the pieces together, um, which I, I wouldn't say is necessarily boring, but just it's just super, super different. Um, and I sort of, they f- it feels like along that line at any point in time, for the most part, you want to go fight your way out of it, go for it. But then there's just all these hints about like, but you should do more and of course there's matt living run free in our head being like you should do more um, <laughs> do it do it 100 percent. yeah i don't it was it's i i guess i want to ask you like that like what do people think of this section right because like it's definitely to some degree like that point where things starting to come together the manual pages are starting to make more sense you're starting to complete a lot of the like sort of shading and a lot of the last detail you sort of need but at the same time it becomes like so puzzly and so like manual focused and so like you got to draw diagrams and you got to like trace well, lines it was for us. I'm curious if it was for everybody. Like, but just be I clear, printed out the manual yeah. page and like drew on pe- pencil. <laughs> yeah. I posted really? a picture of the Instagram of like our, my jank setup, which was like, I had it written like eight times in a notebook that like, square thing with the numbers in it and then finally i was like mccoy give me your computer matt said he did it in microsoft paint i'm making a fucking spreadsheet i had like yeah i didn't do that puzzle yeah which you don't have to which is cool yeah. but what, like you I don't, don't what, have what happens when you do that puzzle you get the first page of the manual it like it's, uh, it gives you a which lets you complete you it complete it yeah and it says like thank you it's, and then it's at the end of the game when i beat it it was like you're missing two pages and i was right. like Huh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. You yeah. can see it. This is uh, my, in the chat, my uh, paint of my notepad. Oh, fire. I nice. might post that also to the Instagram. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, oh, like, stacked a lot those, of stuff. Like, gold I stacked a lot of stuff together. on top <laughs> of it, too. So, like, there's mm-hmm. layers under this that I just covered after I was done with them. Mm. yeah i found i found one secret where i was like i bet that's a secret and then i looked at it more and i was like i'm not gonna figure that shit out fuck that (laughs) and i just left (laughs) yeah it wasn't this one i i just never figured out how to do this so or like what the puzzle was um so i just ignored it so then there's also like different there's different levels to full completing also. Right. Like there's mm-hmm. completing the guidebook. Yeah. But there's also collecting all of the hidden items. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's hmm. also all the fairies. There's also and maybe these yeah, are connected the map, but like you could there's at some point you could translate the language. Which like that's the point where I'm like, listen. Well like <laughs> wasn't that before where we saw like some of the secrets in this game were intended and I think the language is maybe one of them were intended to be solved by, like, the community later. Like, they were not intended. Like, what Matt has in his Microsoft Paint, like, the answer to the mountain door and, like, all those things were, like, supposed to be, like, one player during your playthrough. You can figure that out. And there's, like, a bunch of stuff that they're like, oh, this will be community source. Like, the community will eventually translate this language. Like, there's clues about how to do it. But I'm not totally sure that, like, in a place where someone's doing that. The biggest one was... There's like this tower that you can access once you've gotten enough of the secret items mm-hmm. that just go in like a trophy room, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it spawns a portal and you can go in this portal 
and there's like a tower and once you have all of the secret items there's like i don't know like 13 runes around the tower that like pressing different direction keys it alternates the pattern and that's the kind of like that's the puzzle where there's no one person figuring that out mm-hmm. it's just crazy because right. it it turns out the secret is like a url <laughs> oh god yeah like that you had to like translate from a runic language after putting in like a bunch of combinations that's so wild no wow. it's it, it's um and i think that's like this is sort of the grace of this game is like it gets crazier and crazier and crazier the puzzles that you could be solving and at some point I you need to check with yourself to yeah, see like when you, you get off the your train. Point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's sort yeah. of what the presenting the boss so early is. It's like your exit point here in this like sort of seemingly never ending puzzle sort of like nightmare or paradise, depending on how you feel about that. Like get out when you need to get out and we'll sort of like reward you along the way. And so I, I read like we got to our point where we got off mm-hmm. and then we were like, I was just like looking up like, but I'm just curious because what I said to Elena was, I would be happy to see what the solution is and go, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. so, <laughs> and so we just started. I, to, I think that's good though. Like yeah. with, uh, with James, he's just like, all right, I'm just going to go straight to the boss. And that's like a totally legitimate way to beat this game. And yeah. he was none the wiser. He's like, yeah, it worked. Yeah. And then, if you're like a completionist, then you can keep going. Or if you're you're like, oh, I want a little more health. I want to make sure I have my stamina. Then like, yeah, you're right. There's like a point where you can just get off and yeah. finish the game. Yeah, and it's like it starts to um, like be like, hey, if you want to like, if you're if you're kick ass and you want to kick this boss's ass right now with no stats, that sounds pretty fucking hard. But like, you can do that, or like maybe you only get the stats you really care about. And then it's like that'd honestly be kind of fun also as like a challenge. If that was a speed run yeah. method, if if you couldn't just like permafreeze the Right. You, <laughs> if you couldn't just down patch your freeze into <laughs> permafreeze. Yeah. Um fair. But yeah, like, then, like fighting the boss with no stats dude. other than maybe like your attack so it, you do it faster. Yeah. Like that'd have... be a sick way to speedrun i thought about it like i definitely thought about like what's the stats that i like need but i was like mm. like once you sort of recognize the right manual page but they're telling you where to go and you maybe have to do like one or two creative like figuring out of like how to get to certain places but once you sort of figure that stuff out then it's like very helpful to have your stats i would say so yeah. it's like and it's kind of fun to find them it's not that yeah. hard I, th- no, I, was yeah. feel like, I think yeah. like we would have felt <clears throat> like uh, yeah with this this game is so layered in terms of like how much you need to complete or how much you want to complete. But right. I think we would have felt incomplete if we hadn't like gone and figured out where all of our stats were and gotten them all back. Whereas like we didn't feel the need to figure out every fairy puzzle. Right. That was a level mm-hmm. of like, mm, we feel good about not doing that. How many fairies right. did you get initially? Well, so, okay. So initially we got zero. Well, no, not exactly. We got no, one. No. Well, no, we of had course. two. The first time we checked, we're like, oh, fuck. Well, the thing is, okay, so hold on, hold on. So we, so, okay, yeah, as the, as the game starts to, like, get into this sort of late game situation, it's like, you, ideally, I think you get back your stats, and then that's the point where you can combat your way out, mm-hmm. and then if you go for the, like, 100%, which is not actually 100% route, but if you just go for, like, the more diligent of, like, puzzle solving, then you get to, like, the no combat B, 
out and then there's like more from there so we did the we did the initial combat out and then came back and did the b ending so we like mm. came back afterwards loaded back in grabbed more pages solved more things um but at first we were just like i was just in there and i was like listen i'm just i mean i can just beat this thing right now i'm certain of it i just i can tell and you did yeah and so it was just like all right but actually though like now with the pressure of that and then right the pressure like you understand right we're playing for podcasts too so it's like then the pressure of like having to complete the game is like completely gone and it's like right. hmm i guess we can fuck around and i feel like this is one of those games where, like things still bugged up like you know what i mean like right. because there's puzzles in it i was like mm, that mountain door is still bothering me though like i want to go through that like i want to figure that one out that was the i think the mountain door was the puzzle that i felt the most compelled to go solve like mm-hmm. i'm gonna open that stupid thing actually okay yeah I, one of the things i wanted to mention was like the amount of like players you know because we talked about like the single player could complete this many puzzles and that's definitely true i think there's like the single slash two to small party like i think you would really benefit right people tell stories of like oh i played this with my significant other and i really enjoyed solving the puzzles together i think that's a really strong position to be it's similar to outer wilds and other things like that that like really involve like creative thinking like have you don't need two people right like you know matt cannot be stopped essentially but if you're not matt then like definitely having like a duo or even like a trio i think like really gets you to the like right before the discord slash reddit community (laughs) solutions like it gets it can get you there pretty pretty well and i think it's really enjoyable and i think it's about like if you yourself don't have that then how much do you personally like want to go because like because for example for me like personally i'm not gonna go like nearly as far as we did but then after having played the whole game i was like oh elena do you want to just like solve some of these puzzles and i'll just fold some laundry and chill like i kind of i did my my work here is done i have mm-hmm. i have done the cycle again and you were like yeah i would talk around with some puzzles and i'm like okay cool so i was just like helping from that side and i feel like that was nice but for me myself i wouldn't have gone much further and so it's like it's just interesting, right? The different like ways you can select through this. And I feel like definitely if you want to do, I'm still a little bit late for us to be giving people this advice, but, but I think a two person pair, or a three person pair would be like really powerful for a game like this, picking up all the loose threads. Someone gets motivated because they're sitting there doing nothing else. They might as well be making notes, you know, like, I think it's like a really cool like game for that. And I think that's kind of like a really kind of wonderful aspect of it. I have a question yeah. while we're mm. on puzzles. Hmm. Did people have, well, okay, I'm thinking about Zoe in particular because I so, Zoe, it sounds like you found a lot of fairies, if not all fairies. Found fifteen. That is a lot of fairies. Last time That's I a checked. lot of fairies. That's a lot of fairies. Um, How do you find fairies? Oh yeah, here we go. So there's um, a, you. You cast are... the spell that that lets out the lights, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then oh. you follow the light. Yeah. And then you follow the light. Yeah, it, it shows okay. you, like, the three, like, break out, and then they, like, converge. There's a certain places in the yeah. world where if you send them out, they just get kind of lost and confused, and you're like, oh, shit. But, like, there's actually a lot of them that, like, will just point your direction, and then you sort of have... This is the section of the game where the D-pad, or the arrow keys, becomes just, like, the most important input <laughs> command. Yeah. It's called yeah. the Holy Cross for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I thought... <Yeah. laughs> I thought that they were just sending me right back to the cave behind the waterfall, so I just, like, never really followed up uh, on it in a lot mm. of places. Mm. Which is true, actually. There is um, a fairy in there. But, yeah, once you get there, you have to use, like, context clues for how to do it. So what do you do? You, like, go over to it and then, like, press A or something? Well, like, so, when they're yeah, there? Yeah, so what it is is, like, okay, so there are these, like, 
okay, you saw it in the speedrun, right? And you probably did it in your own game to some degree. Is like there are these doors with these symbols like on them. They sort of like etched direction, and it ends up being yeah. like this input you can put on the cross. So it's like you, the Holy Cross, which is AKA your D pad, um, or or um, arrow keys. But it's like so you end up following them. So it's like you can look at the door and you can go like, okay, so this is actually up left up right up left up right right down you know and you start to like learn that and it's like that those sorts of that language and in fact you can see it in matt's thing like that's what all these different directions are and that's what all these broken doors put yeah. together are are you explaining this to me or the audience because i know all this okay okay so it's that but then they just start to obscure that in the world so then they just all right. of a sudden it turns out flowers are actually what they're refer like referencing. It turns out that you need to draw flowers like a constellation, like starting at the main one, which is purple, mm. and then drawing through all the white ones while never lifting your pencil, sort of style, or like graph paper is your friend. Yeah, definitely grid puzzles. paper. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gotcha. See, I never but used any outside paper or anything. I never wrote anything down for this game. Wow. Yeah, which I mean, like, you know, you can do that if you want to. I think it's definitely like, it's a lot like, I think, um, God, what was that other game? Like, I, I think just I, I've learned over the years that just having paper down either to like write down a thought, but also <clears throat> my I'm flipping through my notebook right now and I've just got it looks like just arrows everywhere. Yeah. Codes yeah. everywhere. <laughs> just Well, they were like, they were like, yo, you know what was really sick when you did like, I forget what it was. It was like the famous cheat, like up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right, or something like that mm -hmm. to like gain, you know, who the fuck up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, or A, B, or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't know what it is, and I don't even know what it does, like, or what game it was from, but the it's like, Konami, the Konami code. code, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so what the fuck yeah. is that? Like, it's just for Konami games in general, or does anybody know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I... No idea. Rain and tell us at tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com. Oh, thank you, Elena. Goddamn. I think my first, like, early putting in cheat codes on a controller experience was, like, probably Grand Theft Auto or something. Yeah. Yeah. Those games always had, like, oh, you can just spawn a car. Yeah. <laughs> or a bazooka. <laughs> Dude, my favorite was in 4. You could, like, type on your cell phone and you could, like, spawn boats. But then you could choose where they spawned. They spawned in front of you and in the air. So you could just drop boats on people. So this dude would be like, hey, man, like you fronted with me? And you just drop a boat on him. <laughs> and he'd just be like, what the fuck? And you'd just be like, yeah, I don't know, man. But it was awesome. They but should have put that in this game as a way to quick beat a boss. Just drop a boat on him. <laughs> but so like, okay, so they get this like, yo, the Konami code was dope thing. And you're like, dude, that's crazy. It opens the door. And then the second half of this game is like, so I heard you liked inputting codes because it just goes crazy. Wait, so this is this gets me back to my question, which we never got to, which is okay. I'm just I'm circling back now. Yeah. Zoe, you found a lot mm -hmm. of fairies. Did you yep. enjoy that experience? Like, like, did you did you like that puzzle experience? Uh yeah, I did. Nice. I I honestly like once I kind of figured out some of the like contextual clues in. I mean, I, I guess the thing is, like, it did take a lot of just mulling over and trying to figure out what exactly things meant. Um, I think a lot of, I guess, the, the, I guess, mental difficulty with this game is when you get a manual page that has something on it and you have to decipher what the manual is even telling you. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know one of the treasures... Um, is revealed if you go to a manual page it's like 
in like one of the tutorial pages where it circles a chest that says treasure, but you see these like little faint dots like all around. And it's a, one of those dot connecting puzzles, which is how you reveal a treasure. But it's like me looking at those dots and trying to figure out like, what is this? What is this telling me? Um, I think what it ended up being a lot of the time was I, I'd say a majority of the fairies, like probably maybe about 11 or 12 out of the 15 were stuff that I figured out by like, you know, drawing it out or like mentally figuring it out. Um, I will say there were some puzzles that I was kind of driving myself crazy about whether I was yep. like chasing a rogue thread or not. And I just needed to like, Basically, all I would do is I would, like, search it up online, and as soon as it's, like, gave, like, the rough, like, you're going in the right direction, I'd close it and, like, mm. try to figure it out more. Like, the um, the wind chimes outside of the old house, for whatever reason, like, I knew that the arrow inputs corresponded to, like, the notes that are on one of the manual pages, and my brain was not discerning really well if like it was like a low high note versus a high low note versus two notes together versus two note. Like it was, I was kind of driving myself crazy with that. So it's like looking up, I guess like roughly like the answer to that and saying it's the wind chime and you're going like, Oh, okay. I'm in the right direction. I'm just going to sit here and mull it over. Um, I will say like I did, it's kind of like the two different facets of my brain where I did like that, the, at least for me, because I was struggling with that last boss fight, like it kind of allowed me respite between both puzzle brain and combat brain, where it's just like I do a couple runs with the boss and then be like, okay, I'm ready for puzzle mode. Do puzzle mode for like a half hour, 45 minutes and be like, okay, I need to mull over this puzzle a little bit more. Let's go fight the boss a couple more times. And like, you know, being able to like fluctuate back and forth between those two states, I guess, made made the game less strenuous and more fun for me. Um, because I do get puzzle fatigue as well. Like this game, um, I don't know if any of you guys have played The Witness and mm -hmm. I won't really spoil The Witness all that much, but it has a very similar concept to how it approaches puzzles. The problem that I have with The Witness, though, is that it is all puzzles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not only is it all puzzles, it's like 45 of the same concept of a puzzle. Yeah. Like It is just ridiculous. And I've I always pick that game up and I never finish it because I get so fatigued. So this one, it was nice that, like, I, I could go between two states of being, I guess, between combat and puzzle. Like in the sure. same game. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I wish we had done it that way, McCoy. We, I mean, like, we just didn't yeah. know. Because, well, like, we went the combat route, and then we're like, oh, fuck, there's all these puzzles. Well, so we started to do a lot of the puzzles. And, and frankly, it's like, so, yeah, like, this is just one of those things of, like, it's just the way people's brain work. Like, I, like, hate that. Like, I hate that with everything the back that and I could forth. oh yeah, yeah because i like need to, to be, be in focused. it and if if i pop out of it then i'm like losing tr ground so to me it was like okay this might be boring but i need to just fight this thing until it's dead and then it's like sort of the reverse in the puzzle mode where it's like i'm just doing puzzles until i'm done <laughs> yeah, but then it's like was, but then i am like done early. with the puzzle mode yeah. in the same way that you're done with the puzzle mode so it's like shit like but then i'm like 
done. Because I definitely yeah. found that, like, I got fatigued with the puzzles and with the sameness of the puzzles. Yeah. And with this kind mm-hmm. of, like, the tedium of the um, left, right, up, down, up, right, left, right. Like, that, I, well, one, left and right are very difficult for me. No that doubt was about it, dude. Real, that was the funniest uh, part, honestly, about the whole thing. Honestly, tonight. Helena's <laughs> like, let me read it to you. Left, right, fuck. And I'm like, oh, God. Can there's I just, a, can you just draw it and I'll do it? <laughs> Um, although I did, I made dinner tonight and McCoy was like, which one of these places is mine? I was like, the one on the right. And he was like, oh, fuck, did you say that? Did you just say the one on the right? And I was like, yes, yeah, the one on the right. I've practiced, bitch. Like, no, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> so I've been saying forever, like, is it possible that you need to, like, practice a lot? Like, could that help? And you've always said, no, I mean, I've lived an entire life trying this. There's literally no way. And yet the combination of yoga, which has a lot of left and rights, this... Which has a lot, a lot, and Halo, a man. lot of left Halo, and right. people are like, to your left. And I'm like, oh, oh God, which way is it? You, you're like getting it. It's like wild to oh, watch. Yeah. And it actually, I, I. Old dog, new tricks. No, but it's like, on the one hand, it's, it's so awesome that you're getting it right. Because now you get to enter the rest of the world where, where the rest of us are. But mm-hmm. the downside of it is that it's, it's really shedding just an embarrassing light on your childhood training where they just abandoned left and right is that what's happened here like because if if you are just needing to practice it sort of aggressively but you are getting does that mean you just ran from this your whole life like you know what i mean like there's that that part of my brain is going off of like wait 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 so it is possible yeah i don't know what does this mean you didn't have the experience of growing up as like a uh god there's like all these memes about like growing up as like a perfectionist child in the 90s but like yeah we didn't do hard things (laughs) So you just were like, fuck, I'm not immediately yeah, going to left and right, I'm out of here. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Um, um, wait, I completely forgot my original no, but I will. Okay, what I will okay. say, though, is that, like, it's really interesting, and it makes it, it... I think the design of the second half of this game makes so much sense when Zoe explains it that way, of, like, the bouncing between these different, like, sides of your brain and, like, zones and, like, styles, and, like, that's sort of, like, the pace change in this game that you can sort of choose. It makes so much sense, like, because that's clearly what they're like trying to do is present all these different ways for you to do things, and sort of this explosion of like possibilities. Um, yeah, and also did you speaking... do it that way too. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I'm also speaking as somebody who did not really like the combat in this game. Um, mm-hmm. So that is also, I guess, a reason that I fluctuated a lot was just mm. um, I, I did just try to avoid combat at all times like you know forcing to do boss fights if you had to but that final boss fight after a couple attempts i don't know i the the mechanics i I just couldn't the mechanics after a while i i just i've never played zelda games or anything like that this type of fighting style is just not my thing i guess so after a couple attempts and realizing how hard it was i was also like well, maybe if I finish the manual, it will give me a big giant sword that I can defeat the boss. Definitely. Like, I'm just like trying there to- There was a definite sword. chance that was going to happen. I think, I, dude, yeah, I, I, sure. honestly, going into did, the fight- honestly. It kind of yeah. did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. It gave you the biggest sword. Like, honestly, <laughs> maybe that's part of the point of it is to like yeah. give people that actually didn't want to figure out how to do the boss, like mm-hmm. a way to get through the game. So I think, I thought about that, James. Here's my one- argument for against that so i agree with that and that is like real but here's my argument against that that blue boss is hard as fuck and (laughs) that is before this and that's why i keep looking at it being like that's true like they they do help you for this is a hard game still i'm still on this like Mm -hmm. conversation last week in that i think this is a hard game it is cool that they give you an out towards the end but i cannot imagine getting to the end without 
a lot of trials and tribulations yeah. as a newer player. Like it is Freezing not exploits. <laughs> yeah. If you just do this uh, ladder thing that we were watching earlier, you're fine, bro. Like don't even, <laughs> don't even learn the mechanics at all. Just freeze the boss and send him over the edge somehow. Um, but in the very specific way that they figured out, um, <laughs> And not in the way that you think you can just... <laughs> Dude, but the thing is, like... some of, Okay, so some of these fairy puzzles, though, were, like, a little frustrating to me in the sense of... I think a lot of them were really cool. And I, I like, enjoyed puzzles like this, generally. To, to me, yeah, it was the pacing of, like, all of them at once. But I guess it's just because I wasn't doing it, essentially, the right way. Yeah, I think... Um, I'm curious, like, did anyone pick up on the fairies earlier in the game? Because you can also solve them, like, way earlier. Like, in the regular overworld. I, I, I found one fairy, and I don't remember when or how. I was going to say, wow. I'm trying to remember when I got I the fairy achievement. What was the thing that I did? I don't even remember. Yeah. Wait, is the, is the ghost the... of the librarian a fairy? No. It, oh, okay. They come out of treasure chests. I think the first one I actually did was that compass, that north, south, east, west compass. Hmm. Hmm. And it being a directional arrow, like I picked up on that, like my brain just kind of clicked on that really easily. So once the Holy Cross thing was revealed to me, like my brain just kind of made like an immediate connection and I made a beeline for that thing because I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. is this a thing? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I feel like there were like easier fairy puzzles before that, though. I, like well, I think the first fairy puzzle I found was was the um, the waterfall cave, which is like where they gather. Oh, really? really? So you found wow. that one first? That was I the first one I found. Yeah. Like... And you and you found it on the wall, and you like solved it, or? Yeah. Wow. Because mm -hmm. at that Did point, you... I I had run into a couple of those like lengthy uh, um, holy cross Amazing puzzles, things. and yeah. so I uh, I started seeing those everywhere, and I was like, yeah. ooh. Yeah. Ooh, here's one. That yeah, one on the wall is the one where I was like, yeah, fuck that. The the one that was really hard for me. So I I did get all 20. Yeah. I at a certain point I had to start looking Here here was what prevented me from being able to find them was there was a bunch of um walls that you would have to get through and I didn't understand that you had to bomb them. Yeah. And so oh I was like God, running no. up against them, slashing yeah. them. Oh. And that's like... probably where that chest is in the overworld, right? The one that's like fucking up along the stairs. Yeah. That, where yes. they like have the this little line staircase. towards. Oh. Yes. And, oh. and so, and so bomb is standing that for like an hour. Yeah, same. Trying I don't to know figure what the... out how to get in there. And I was looking around um, for like jump stuff that you could do to get there. And like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me but too. But a lot of the Holy Cross puzzles were really interesting and kind of fun to solve. Because like you know it's a Holy Cross puzzle just by looking at it. But yeah, you're like, right. they do a good job of hiding uh, like how to solve it. So there was one that was like spinning on no, I hated like that three one. walls. That oh. one was tough. Oh, the one in that cave where <laughs> yes, like, yes. the reflections. Mm. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's like s twisting. And then the orientation of them is like changing on depending on the wall it's on. That was pretty yeah. tough <laughs> no some of them are actually hard like i even found like well so, so like there's different types of hard so okay part of what we're all dancing around is like there are i feel like points where we all were like 
should we look up that we're on the right path or like should we like like yeah. how do we like keep our own enjoyment pacing correct and i think that's just a totally reasonable thing to do um yeah. for me the one that i looked up was one that i already knew the answer to but could not do because it was like the one inside the golden door it's like the path up to where you put the hexagons there's just this path on the ground and it's just slightly obscured by um by like geometry but it's mirrored so you can you can sort of deduce it but i kept going one direction around and it wouldn't work and then i like didn't realize you needed to go well first of all i didn't know where it started and i didn't know where mm -hmm. it ended and i like it turns out you just needed to go the other direction around. Yeah, like if you were doing it clockwise, you needed to do it counterclockwise. Or something like that, yeah. And I was just in the, and like, and I just looked, like I, I had completely solved it and I kept inputting it over and over and over again and I was wrong. But you kept doing it like slightly again. different ways. So like, oh, here, but like, it didn't start here, so like started here. Like it didn't start here, so like started here. And I just kept being like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And I just like was sitting there like, ah, uh, like, you know, because like, I feel like there's some of that like two where you're like I, i'm pretty sure i got this but i don't know if i did it if i'm clearly not doing it right but i'm like what what am i not doing right here if that makes sense mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i think that one was the was the one where i figured out that like a plus symbol so like a line mm -hmm. going right through line the puzzle meant you had to press it twice in that right. direction it's a double right. input yeah, yeah right. that's because I, yeah i did the same thing where i was like all right let's do it starting from the top Okay, starting yep. from the bottom. Okay, do it this way. You're like quoting and song lyrics. You're like starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Like <laughs> it's like here, and I walk to like a spot, and then yeah. the chest appears, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just fucking Drake or something. It's just in the chest, but yeah, like it just yeah. So I feel like there's some of that of like, th I think this is just really so dependent on who you are as a gamer, right? Like, if any human being who tells me the story of, like, dude, I fucking loved this. I'm like, that makes sense. That's awesome. This is mm -hmm. for you. And then I could totally see people being like, what? I totally had it. Or, like, no, I don't want to do all of this. And it is just sort of, like, the elegance of the off-ramp that they give you here. Of, like, hey, do as much mm -hmm. as you want. And the great off-ramp in the sky, which is Google. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, especially like there. Yeah, there. There's just a lot that like also just needs the collective minds of people who just love cracking the code this way, um, mm -hmm. as well. Um, yeah. The the one where you have to submerge in water for sixty seconds was like a ridiculous one that I would that, have yeah, never I had figured to look out <laughs> in my life. You had especially. to do it with the volume off. It's like okay, oh. I have to yeah. go into the, the menu. Off? what yeah that's I why like... i said shh <laughs> wow that's what the wow. fuck yeah. that's not mm -hmm. that's not yeah. fair okay that's sure not why cool. not <laughs> but also one. like it totally is because you know someone is getting off on that so hard mm -hmm. like yeah. i think one thing that i really appreciate about tunic is i feel like tunic really knows its audience of like no this doubt. game is just a love letter to gamers and a mm -hmm. pretty particular kind of gamer but it also like spans a lot like you know, I, just the manual, just the manual is enough for, I think, a lot of us who played games in, like, the 90s mm -hmm. to be like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, look at that manual. That's so good. Mm -hmm. um, but then, like, people who played Zelda, people who love these puzzle games, people, like, there's just so the much in here. The music is so Zelda. It's crazy. I was just listening to it mm -hmm. earlier, and it's just so Zelda, bro. There's also mm -hmm. some moments that are so near Automata that I, like, want to know if it was on purpose. There's a couple that I'm, like, pretty sure are direct. Anyways. 
I actually, um, I actually thought the music was one of the things that kind of separated it from Zelda. Hmm. Wow, really? Because nice. yeah, the the atmosphere of it was much more like um, like the I think the atmosphere it created was hmm. a lot more like mysterious, kind of melancholy, hmm. a little like I don't know how to describe it, like otherworldly, while. Yeah. Creepy. A lot of Zelda music is more like, like trumpets, like dun da da. Yeah, like and like, like, exactly, like cheerful. It's like, like happy adventure. fun time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This definitely. Well, so this has this like, if you look at the the overworld, like especially when you start the game, it starts in happy fun time, like light, but then it just has this like very fucked up undercurrent. Yeah, I definitely That's, wanted yeah. to go back to what James was talking about a little while ago with the just kind of like the general plot of the game i guess as you <laughs> it, like once you enter the spirit wait do you enter the spirit realm before this no but like the re- i don't know the, the general reveal of right like this purple goo stuff is like not good and then you go into the mines and you go like way down and you're like oh great they're making it by like crushing i'm not totally sure to be honest but mm-hmm. it's not nice yeah what they're doing yeah. from what <laughs> i could tell Killing, like those fox be- beings that are encased in it yeah, every time mm-hmm. you activate one. That was my impression as well. Like, it definitely has a very dark underbelly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, sort of what maybe Matt's talking about in terms of, like, the separating, like, of the vibe. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, it definitely is trying to, like, it, it feels like your eyes are, like, twitching. And you're, like, as they twitch, you, like, see the dark side for just a second. And then it goes back to, like, joyous. And you're kind of like, because you're this, because dude, it's like a, it's a low poly, like beautiful, like a very like indie game fun. Like, like if you just look at the pictures, of, like the fox or like the trees are like, they're pink and they're lovely. And then it's just like these horrifyingly evil noises as you're activating these things or like as you're getting poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the noises with like them being trapped in their, in their like tombs. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, whoa, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. And like the assembly line when you realize yeah. how many of them are being made Dude. and how quickly they're Crazy. being made. I'm like, well, we gotta finish mm-hmm. this game. Like this shit's fucked that, up. Like go, go, go. Like that one scene where you're walking towards the the rat boss. Yeah. Reminded me so much of Clone Wars. Yes, dude. Oh, I was thinking of Clone Wars too. <laughs> like all of them are just like being spawned in tubes. I was like, no. oh my god. Yeah. I was like, what a cool set piece. There are some really insane set pieces. Like, because especially because, okay, like, low poly as an art style is supposed to be, like, easy. Like, well, part of low poly is that it's, like, easy on the computers. Of course, this game is actually... I don't want to say it's easy on the computers. It's not, like, green hell, where it's going to light your computer on fire and send it into the fucking next room. But it is, like... It is, like, actually sort of taxing. But it's, like... It's kind of cheerful and, like, gamery. Like, you imagine, mm-hmm. like, you can go to, like, an, an engine, a game engine, and you can, like, go to the stores associated with those, and you can go buy, like, low-poly forest with low-poly campfire and make your own little survival game. And, like, that's kind of what this is. And then you just, when you go into some of the, the underworld stuff, what you're seeing behind you is nuts. Like, it is. And you sort of get that hint when you teleport to this completely locked room that's, like, in some sort of, like, also Star Wars-esque, like, you know, like, when the fuck, when Darth Maul's dueling, like, sort of, like, an area like that, like, in that fucking, uh, yeah. 
and you're like why is there this like weird technological room that i can teleport into oh, i thought it was right? gonna be aliens my it might well my be. initial imp- no it wasn't it finally opened i was like it's gonna be aliens we're gonna get teleported into aliens we never did which is disappointing but so like they just it's so it's like they they do this to subvert ex- i mean frankly this game is it's just about subverting your expectations and then like in in so many different ways and it's about like giving you your expectations at some point or like showing you the way and then sort of like we're talking about like seeing the puzzles everywhere like all of a sudden you're looking back at everything and you're like i'm looking at the roots on this tree right now and this screenshot that i just have up to make sure that i'm seeing the game and i don't know the fuck like you know reminding my brain what it is and i'm like that looks like that those roots are sort of in a direction like you see that elena sorry i'm like maybe i'll post it but it's like that looks like a fairy puzzle i don't know i didn't solve that one but that looks like one um and it's just sort of like you just start to see it everywhere um mm-hmm. i don't know like i will say they literally like what what your theory elena was is that like maybe people would be finding the the fairy stuff earlier and like going about it but i don't think so like it's like i mean you could one could but but you get the pages like in this section so they sort of like they dump like a giant puzzle section on you and i think now thinking about it like it is it is more so like like the the backdrop of like respite for fighting than it is like because we were thinking to ourselves like jesus a lot of puzzles like this is a puzzle game now literally out of nowhere it went from like action and some puzzles to like puzzle game and we're thinking like is it possible we like should have felt this earlier like we should have been doing these puzzles the whole time as like you know just sort of adventuring sort of fatigue but but yeah no it's it's for it's for the second section but i think i mean i think that it's also for the second playthrough Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah mm. or the speed I run. think that yeah well i mean no like no one actually speed runs mccoy <laughs> <laughs> nobody age Very is a percentage. lie but yeah like, I, I well i agree I mean, with like, james i think like this that it has a replayability because of finding out all that stuff and you're mm-hmm. like i wonder if i can do that a little bit earlier yeah, yeah. Or, like, I feel like so much of the world is closed off to me now at the end. I want to go explore all of it and see what I missed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. You, and you cannot help. Like, there's literally no way you could play this game a second time and just walk by these puzzles. Right. And not. Yeah. You, you're not going to wait until the manual so that you can open the door. Like, when you mm-hmm. see the code on the door, you're just never. You're not going to, like, wait right. until you learn how to pray. Like, you, you've just. It's like the new game plus of this must be so different. And yeah, like in the... some. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So I I did start a, a second game. Matt has played this game multiple times. I started a second game yesterday after beating the boss, mm-hmm. and um. I don't know. It was really cool to experience the world, again, like the beginning, with all of the yeah. knowledge. It was just so very interesting to see how they present everything. I Do just you realized you your didn't items? have your zippy dodge anymore. Yes. Hmm. Well, you you keep everything except the zippy dodge from the laurels. Yeah, true. thank oh, God because in, I that think, would be a little opie. Yeah, I did not in New Game Plus. Yeah, New Game Plus. Oh, you I didn't even do New Game Plus. I, I <laughs> started from scratch. Yeah, I started a brand new oh. game. Oh. I think that'd be fun too. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely be um, fun too. Yeah, because I I clicked like go back and find the last two <laughs> like pages, and then I. 
looked at the screen and said, fuck that, and <laughs> quit to the menu and started a new game. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. I also I, wasn't sure if some of the if those pages were like locked behind progression, um, behind doors you can't get into anymore. What, um, no, at Endgame, you, you would have been you would have been able to. And and I I yeah. believe that I would have been able to, but I didn't do it. No, James, so. listen, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, and this is like no no harm no foul, but like the 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 mountain door which has a page behind it, right, people? Right. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't want to solve that. You did not want to solve that. Um, and I believe that. I believe and it's, that. And I'm not to say that one could not enjoy solving it. And in fact, we did enjoy solving it. But it's like, that was that was where you see Matt's fucking, you know what I mean? Like that. that I mean, I, honestly, I have no idea what anything in Matt's, like, page, like, Diagram I don't know what yeah. that means. Because I don't know where to start on that puzzle. Yeah, that well, one is I mean, the Mountdorf puzzle was like my, honestly, that was like my favorite that that was my favorite puzzle in the whole game, like hands cool. down. Like once I saw that, I was like, "Fuck the fairies!" But like, I don't know <laughs> where to, you know. But like, I'm, but like yeah, because well, it was like door, it, it all adds. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah, definitely the, the final. I liked the golden path better than finding all the fairies yeah. and all of the secret items. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it, no, it's like a cool <laughs> puzzle. I don't mean it like that. I just simply mean like James, like, like. <laughs> I mean, like this yeah. Is, yeah. Part of, part of this conversation is like, oh, I really want to get back into it and like go solve some puzzles. And part of my my like thought process is like, and I think I might be done with this game. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You know, yeah. at least makes, for now. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think the cool thing about the golden path that opens the mountain door is just like I don't know. Like I just found like over and over, I'd like flip to a page and be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, because <laughs> like... yeah, you'd see the golden path on it and you'd be like, well, because at first you're trying to understand so James Bruce's bullshit for you, we don't care anymore. Um, yeah. But like, um, it's like you start to like see golden squares. That's how they're trying to teach you like around the manual. There's stuff to be looking at with this golden concept. And you see it and you're looking through and you're like, that looks like a golden square. And it's obvious. And they're like, that looks like a golden square, and it's not that obvious. And then, then you start to really stretch, like, mm, that, ah, this is a real stretch if that's, and you start trying to, like, figure out, like, what is the, like, language you're going for? And then eventually you start seeing, like, just connecting, like, path lines, like, through the manual. And you're like, what oh. the fuck does this mean? And so you start, like, drawing these out, and you start connecting these things to the golden squares and to this, that, and the other, and yeah, it ends up being insane and and i will just say like the input sequence for that is just so ridiculously long and harrowing <laughs> 40, 40 <laughs> to 50 it's ridiculous oh my god like that was more anxiety for me than fighting the boss like fighting the boss i was ready but like for that shit plus like elena's left and right combination like it just was <laughs> i was sitting there like it, i was that one harrowed. i drew you a picture yeah and then and I asked you, I was like, do you want me to read it to you or do you want to just do it? And he was like, please, God, no, <laughs> I will just do it. Well, because also if you pause too much in between prompts, like it, It'll the, the game doesn't register. Um, there's like a particular fairy code, I think, where there's this uh, this ghost fox creature that is like pointing in directions. It points up, it points down, it points left, it points right. But he's pointing really slowly. Like, I'd say there's a good, like, 
three seconds in between motions. So I was doing it in time to his motions, which would mean three seconds in between button prompts and mm. nothing was happening. That was one I had to look up mm. because I was like, this has got to be the answer, but it's not working. And it's simply because they needed you to be pressing them in quicker succession than the cadence that the ghost fox was doing. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was a little silly. Like I think Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Either that would have still fox, me. I would have found that infuriating. Yeah. Make the fox like emote faster or let your slower button prompts like register. They're so, essentially suggesting to you you must write this down. Mm -hmm. I think like, I might have yeah. realized which fairy I got. I, do you get a fairy from the um the windmill puzzle? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's the did one you, that's like in that's the... That's the one that you did? That that's one's so crazy. insane, dude. Because it's in the manual. Well, yeah. There's a hint to it. Yeah, that one was in the manual. There's a so hint. I was like, oh, there's a puzzle like... here. That's cool. And I did it because yeah. I saw that it was in the manual and like how to do it. That's another kind of hard... Cause, so that one's like the opposite of the fox problem where it's like really fast. You can yeah. you can just follow it if you're just like... And I think I did, but it's like kind of harrowing. You no, can we also, wrote that one down. Well, we wrote it down, but like then I followed it too. But it's like, yeah, like that one's... Oh, it's I, like the opposite. Yeah. I followed yeah. it with, with my eyes in, in time and I was like... I, I First I thought I did it like the opposite of the way that I was supposed to do it. Mm. And uh, that was a little difficult. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. no. It was a cool puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just, yeah, you, you, you cannot not play this game mm -hmm. like again and be like, what the fuck? Like, look at the windmill and just do that. And like, there's even like, dude, there's a, um, just a button press you could do like that in the, in the menu that gives you like a stat, gives you like HP or, or something. Like, it's a heal. Yeah. Is it? It's like, it's oh, a like magic a, spell that's a potion, I think. Yeah, I think it's a full heal. Wow. And it's just like an input that you can just Yeah. So you it's can just, just like do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's just like wild shit like that that like okay, I probably wouldn't remember that, but like, you know. The thing is, okay, truthfully, I'm not going to lie to you. Here's my biggest criticism of this game, and I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But they Listen, I'm fucking going out No, there, okay? no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matt, cover your ears if you need to. It's okay. Um, I know it's your favorite game of all time, but listen. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> They 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 show the sword, the blue sword, okay? Oh, At the yeah. menu screen, <laughs> which is supposed to be your goal. Your ultimate goal is to get the master sword, right? Very Zelda. And very mm -hmm. every game, right? You want the best weapon. It's on the fucking title screen, right? It's right there. And then when you walk into that, like, the final boss, you are thinking to yourself, I'm going to get the master sword from my, like, mother creature or whatever the fuck that I've like freed and done all this work for. And then I'm going to go like fight the rest of the game and I'm going to be super powerful. And it's going to be awesome. And no, you have, she fights you with it, which is cringe. And then, you know, fucking it's always complete on the manual so she can get the super sword so that she can, and there is no super sword. And I think that's fucked up. And I can't believe they put all Where's this guard. Super suit? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need to know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no capes. But the thing is like, it's like, I will say, like, I I do think, okay, I'm obviously sort of joking here, but at the, I do think there is, to me personally, <laughs> something kind of frustrating about how many secrets there are in this game that they're like, you did it. And I'm like, 
Where's the super sword? Like, give me something. <laughs> give me a machine gun. Give me fucking Give me flight. a damage upgrade. Yeah, yeah, give me a damage. Give me something. Yeah, I want a sniper rifle. Because they keep being like, nice, pat on the back. And I'm like, I was looking for a pizza party. Thanks, though. <laughs> you know what I That's mean? That's what like, I thought opening the mountain door would give, to right? be honest. Like, pizza you, party? You, you know, traverse up, like, all these flights of stairs to the top of the mountain. And I was just like, this sword or, like, some, like, you know, sword nullifier better be up here and... It no. was a page, and I was like, damn it. Thanks for playing and our then game. The page shows <laughs> your like character with a cool sword, and I was like, can I get that sword? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. And I just like, not even for New Game Plus, do you get like a, like I know, so I do think there is a hole in my heart for this game for the upgraded sword that I was expecting from Zelda and from everything. Like, and that they were. Two. Give us the sword. It's just. <laughs> And, like, when you I get mean, the secondary I, I, basic sword and you're like, do they combine together to make the ultimate sword? No. Yeah, that second sword tilted you. Come on. <laughs> we just learned what that second sword is for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's for so speed. You should have been able to, like, dual wield. Dude. See? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it, it is, there's like a joy of, like, solving the puzzles for puzzle solving sake. But, like, especially, like, early on when you're getting some of the hidden secrets and they just give you, like, a hidden secret in a room and they don't you don't yet know that's gonna take you to a teleporter to other cool shit you're starting to going like that was and it's like some super sick chest too right it's like this amazingly cool looking chest like damn you did it you're like oh fuck and then it's nothing like useful in the game and you're sort of like oh well, okay and like you're trying oh, to like fuck. keep the smile going like no i would have preferred a <laughs> fucking three blueberries at this point i mean fucking christ <laughs> <laughs> like i wasn't excited to get those in chests normally but Honestly, so but anyways. some chili peppers might be nice right now. What do the chili peppers do? More I don't think I ever used one. A higher attack power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it is what it is. But I do, I do feel like it's like, damn. There, do, do you know what I'm saying? There is something to the rewards for the puzzles. Are very like you better be self motivated. Put it that way. Yeah, it's intrinsic motivation. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only reward that really seems worth it would just be the laurels after the. After that six wave kind of fight sequence, probably. Like where it seems worth it or mm. like you feel like your combative prowess like pays off in a way. Mm. Now, it not to voice another somewhat ridiculous issue. Okay. Apparently McCoy and I are just like oh. going off on this yeah. game tonight. <laughs> However, <laughs> I strongly believe... Mm. That the laurels ruined the entire game. Okay. And that is my glitch into a bunch of things. (laughs) No, okay. (laughs) Here's what drove me insane is Mm. because, okay, this whole game is like just the search for the secret thing. So, like we talked about last season, like you're just rubbing your face onto every surface, every wall, everything. You're like rubbing your nose against, and that's fine. I can live with that. But then they give you the fucking jump, the dash jump power. And now you are dashing into ev- everything. And not just once, like three times, like like different angles. Will it work? And it makes this fucking noise. Choo, 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 it is, choo, choo. is so unchill. And if you are, if you are, I don't want to say playing with McCoy, but if you're playing with McCoy, he is jumping there is it's no so walking. Fast. There's no walking anymore. There is only dashing. And Running like literally, is still more efficient, though. I'm sitting there nah. trying to figure out a. <laughs> we're, we're trying to figure out like a traversal puzzle, 
And I cannot focus because it's just pew, 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 just off every surface in every direction at all times. And I'd have to be like, hey, could you stop for a second so I can fucking think? And so I think they ruined the game because that that dash is like you have to use it, obviously. But you have to do the thing where you're like testing it against everything, especially the West Garden. The traversal puzzles in that are a fucking nightmare <laughs> those were really i did get and lost it was in there, such but... a chill game to watch someone play mm. until yeah my the mom would have hated noise. this shit I'm, she got out at the right time oh my god if the thing is okay when you press the button and it makes the noise when when one does that right if i do that it's totally normal and your brain accepts this i can completely understand how when once i realize it's a straight shot from here to the door and i jump 15 times in a row to get there it was like a thousand (laughs) rpms like it was constant and i would tell you to stop and you would stop for like a minute and then after a minute you would forget and it would just be like no no it's not that i would forget it's like (laughs) (laughs) well every once in a while yes but but i did forget sometimes but the other thing is that in order to run you have to do it once and then hold it it's so like sure. be trying to run it'd be like Toom! and you'd be like hey <laughs> and then i'd be like running around because <laughs> like yeah so anyways i i think that they miscalculated with that power it's a super cool dash but like in somewhat of a genuine way like it just because of the way you have to be like searching for the little secrets man that jump power is annoying i could see that <laughs> I could see that. It it does. Well, of course you could see it, McCoy. You were there. I'm curious if they saw that in their own playthroughs or if they exercised restraint. Mm. Uh, I, it I did was not bother dashing me. the button. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, w- I was dashing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's totally fine for them, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. The other thing I would just say quickly about the dash, just like a, just a note just, just out there for people, is that you can cancel your attacks with it and you can like dash multiple times on top of each other. So like it is so insane, your combat prowess with that dash. Like... The rules of the previous dash are not here. Like, the, like... I mean, some of them are. But, like, you are just insane. Like, it's like, um... In, it's like, you know, in Dark Souls, it's like you, you bite it too early. You, like... They, like, go, ah! Like, they're about to hit you, and then you roll too early, and you got, like, you know, roll caught. And you're like, damn. Like, that doesn't exist. You just dash again. So, like, sometimes there'll be instances where, like, the boss will be like, ah! And you'll, like, bite it and dash. And then you'll freak out because you dash too early and you'll bite and dash again and then you'll freak out because you dash twice but you're still not like late enough and you'll dash a third time and i swear to god at some points you just dash like 15 times in a row while they just have their sword in the air all the time Um, you dash 15 times in a row yeah but listen if the 14 (laughs) dashes were too early your stamina's down that's not great but if the 15 dash was on time you didn't take the dash Mm -hmm. you know you just gotta reset the stamina So, anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I did dash a lot. It's just, it's insanely good. To be fair, it sounds like everyone dashed a lot. Like, it's clearly what the game wants you to do. But I do think there's, like, a little bit of said, Like, it's such a chill game Mm. until the dash sounds. Yeah. That's it. Like, maybe they should have put a cool down on it. Heartbreak. Or just turn the volume down. It feels so good to not have. (laughs) They should, yeah, they should have had, like, an Elena mode where you, like, check a box in the sound menus. And it just makes, like, a really pleasant, like, ocean waves noise. Yes, that would have been lovely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah yeah I, I i will say like i really actually appreciated a lot how they like limited i think that maybe i was going back and forth whether it was too much 
like available for their metroidvania the second half of this game or the final chapters or whatever but they did like limit it quite a bit and it, like it scared me at first but once you kind of get your head around what you can be exploring i i did really appreciate that they did not just allow the whole world and just have you just be in nightmare land like yeah it's it's optional if you can for you to do that by sleeping in the old house to turn it back into daytime and like then the world is like completely open again really yeah oh yeah i did not know that and it's like hidden because they don't want you to think that you need to do that (laughs) right well exactly it's like the only thing that you like as soon as i slept in the bed and it was daytime and all the monsters were back out i was like Looks like I'm traversing this whole world again. <laughs> Here I go zooming again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is just like like waking up in the middle of the night. Like, what the fuck was that? Did you feel that? Someone was zooming. Someone somewhere. Just leans over and smacks McCoy. Stop. <laughs> I felt a disturbance. It. <laughs> I'm literally asleep. I'm like, what the fuck was that? What? Like what? When, yeah, when your partner pisses you off in your dreams. Oh my god, so unreasonable. So unreasonable. Yeah. I did want to ask, just because I'm curious hmm. what people personally did, but for before you even get the zoomies, <laughs> when you are fighting for the zoomies hmm. in that six-way boss fight, what was your guys' strategy for that? Yeah. So Matt helped me with this. Uh, Matt, was, Matt was watching this I at know. this era. Um. Sorry, what did you say, Matt? I, I kind of helped. Oh, well, like, it's not like he helped me. In I this... was just watching. Yeah, like, he didn't help in the sense of, like, here's, like, the, like, here's the spoilers, like, just, or anything like that. But it was more just, like, we were crafting our strategy, and we were trying to figure out easiest to hardest. And we were trying to do hardest first. So hardest to easiest, because the, the harder ones were going to be the run killers, if they would. So you wanted to get them out of the way early, so that if you did do the hardest sequence first, then you felt more confident and more and more and more and more confident as you'd go forward so then it was just like your personal fight style and like what your sort of counters were like for example like the the ones where they fly around like the wand just like is like the most anime like like way to kill them all where you just like are like shooting the wand constantly flipping around dodging everywhere the, dodge- the fairies or whatever they're called that are just like little robots yeah yeah they are called yeah, yeah it's so like matrix slow motion bullet dodge also by the way i did not find the hourglass until i had already beaten the game i found the hourglass <laughs> yeah you, elena was like trying to find fairies and was like is this the hourglass and i'm like elena what does it do <laughs> <laughs> like i must know what it does um it's pretty strong it slows down time turns out mm-hmm. pretty cool cool powerful does it Um, slow down you as well i I picked it up i never used it it does slow you down as well but it gives you plenty of time to like see what's happening and gotcha but it drains your magic as you use it but not that fast i think it is the katana zero button of this game (laughs) it would so soon or the the bullet time what game was that matrix something no no well there was that no there was a i think it was a playstation game though hot all the time like um like 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 max Payne or like uh oh you mean uh stranglehold yeah yes stranglehold. that's what i was thinking of dude stranglehold's <laughs> so sick though i remember when that came out i was like dude because you'd be like in the like market outside doing like the jump dives and like blowing up fucking watermelons and shit in slow motion oh my god yeah that shit was pretty sick um 
Yeah, just the other day I was watching a trailer for like some really bizarre indie game that like also was very Max Payne inspired with like these like dashes and like like that and slow motion. It was just like a really like there's like a hardcore but small niche fan base for slow motion jumping and shooting um, with twin pistols. And I think I might be one of them. Like, I don't know. But like I look at it, I'm like, that looks like me. I just didn't know yet. So. So, OK, so back to strategy. I don't know. So I'm curious what other people thought, but like definitely like hardest to easiest um and then it was about personal preference of like which ones like can we remember which ones are which and like like because there was like the there's all the different enemies like the was, melee i have it written down okay so there were there were the there were the fairies mm-hmm. there were i guess i called them the casters they're the guys that like cast yep. into those okay. square areas yep uh there were the skeletons yep mm-hmm. um there was the two i guess like mechs I guess mm-hmm. uh, that were like the first boss, just two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there were the lizards slash frog people. Yep. Um, there was like the beginning horned enemies. And then the last thing was like a potion, like, you know, you know potion heal up. It's right. a full there, heal? there was a shitload of skeletons. Did you mention that? Yeah. Yep. I did the skeletons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the potions, by the way, just as worth, I didn't notice this until, like, a large way through. It's, like, not only a full heal, which I knew because there's a bunch of... Well, first of all, the first thing I did was, like, grab that. That was the first thing I did in my first run was, like, ah, maybe this is an extra potion. Like, I as did in, like, the same thing. <laughs> as soon as that popped up, I was, like, oh. I'm going to go die now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't even know what's happening, but it sort of, like, communicates all you need to know, which is that, like, oh, I'm going to have to do the rest of these. It's not a choice. And also, fuck me. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. And then you, like, the- have to go get all the hearts, too, before it'll even let you progress. So you're just kind of like... Yeah, McCoy tried to, like... He's like, maybe if I just don't pick it up, I'll be able to pick them up later. It was like, no, you can't start the next one until you do. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck me. So, yeah. So there's that one? Okay. So- yeah, go ahead. My yeah, my strategy was um, so I after I figured out what all of them were, mm. I the only one that was like I guess there were two that were kind of challenging for me. One was like the main boss where it spawned two of them, mm-hmm. two of the uh, big robot guys. Yeah. yeah. And so I just started always starting my run with that one because mm. if I if I could clear that then. It gave me like a better chance, so I just kept spamming that one. Yeah, and then the shield guys were kind of challenging for me, but I figured out that if you kite them up to the top of the arena, mm. the little ones deaggro you and they run down. Yeah, what the with fuck their is backs that? Turn to you. Yeah, what the okay. fuck? Is that? I was the bottom of the arena, and so I would, I would de deaggro them, fight the big guys, and then one at a time, I would like just cut them in the back and then run back to the top of the map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, fuck these shields. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I mean, sometimes you you know, you know, do what you have to do. We as gamers did, are out here. I did here. what I had to do. Yeah. Like, for the, okay, for the two mechs, that's where I recognize, like, I needed, an, like, you, a lot of these, you need to, like, stay on the tempo of it. Um, In other words, like, you have a certain amount of time to kill the first mech before the second mech appears, but the second mech will appear. So like do it quick. And then there's other ones where it's like, you can, you can do the sequence 
until a certain point i mean maybe if you were like way better than me you could like do it perfect forever but like you need to do it as long as you can stay on the sequence and eventually they start to outnumber you and so for the mechs i was like all right shotgun this guy like once maybe twice to kill him fast enough just so that i can be sure that i get the 1v1 because i can do a 1v1 mm-hmm. on the second one but the 2v1 was just murdering me wait the shotgun doesn't bounce off the mech no yeah it's a two-shotter uh, it's pretty good holy <laughs> pretty good. shit that would have made that good. way easier. Mm-hmm. The the other thing that I didn't want to spoil for McCoy is uh, with the robots, you can have them hit each other. Mm-hmm. And so I would get the first one down low, but not kill him intentionally. And then I would like put myself between the two of them so that the I was closer to the one with more health. And then the low health one would kill the second one for me. Yeah. this is. And like, then I'd finish the first one. This is really similar sequencing to like, there's just like really smart shit you can do like that. Like similar to like, this is one thing Elena shouted at me in the, in the run that I won for the boss, but I just was too dialed to like hear this advice. It was good advice, but she was like, no, wait, like heal before you go to the second sequence. Mm-hmm. Like before you go to the second phase, like heal. Like, like as in like, wow, this is easy, do all this stuff. So it's just like, it's it's the presence of mind to be like, wait, if I knock this guy all the way down to low health so he's super easy to kill, but then I make him kill the other guy, now mm-hmm. I just one-shot the last guy. and it like, So there's like stuff like this that like... It, I feel like this is just like... That's a little bit of... We were talking about last week about... Whoa, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that scared me. I just <laughs> what almost had a heart attack. What the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, I think... Somebody might have misclicked a <laughs> uh, a soundboard. Too. <laughs> Holy shit! What? Oh, Jesus Christ! It was so loud. Oh my god! Is that just me? What the no. fuck? No, it was no, so we weird. all heard no, that. Was shit. Loud. Who did that? Did my I do that? What happened? I mean, what it wasn't me. <laughs> I doubt me. it was Zoe. I don't have a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> Elena, you don't have a mouse and keyboard? <laughs> not not in this current set. From my perspective, I thought it was Matt, but... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's the guest. We can blame him now. That's how the podcast might have been. work. Oh, my God. Whoever it was, it was what incredible. Even, that, how do you even do that? Uh, there's no way that translates to the podcast recording, but it was just this incredibly <laughs> loud, like, stinger. Like, ta Like, but on Yeah. It was... Wow. How do you do that? I think you have to go up, down, up, down, left, right. <laughs> what the fuck? That was crazy. Uh, did I do that? Is that possible? How? I don't know. Doesn't matter. I mean, okay. it, if you click the soundboard button and then you go into Discord sounds, it is called Badum Tis, I assume. Yeah. That's yeah. sick. Uh, wow. Guys, I think James knows a lot about this. Yeah, if we were playing true. Among <laughs> Us, I would be looking at James. A little <laughs> oh my god, that was wild. Um, I don't James even is a little do. sussy baka. Right. Yeah, so I'm let's in. see. Should we just rate this shit? Say, like, is I, it I, over? I, <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I think it's fascinating though, just hearing people's just uh, techniques with it, because I like I also use the um, like the I call them little coaster cards. It's like the little things that give you stat boosters or not. Mm. Like, mm. I actually use the coaster cards, like, uh, I, I had strategy behind that, where basically I would, like, start with the mechs, 
shotgun them, but I had the card equipped that changes your health potions to mana potions mm-hmm. because I knew I wouldn't get hit because I can just two shot each of them, but then fill up my blue bar all the way using blue mana potions, but it gives you a downtime in between, in between each wave. So then I would just swap my coaster out and get health potions back and then do fights that I knew I didn't have to really heal as much for. Or if I was low on mana, I knew I could do the, like the fairies. Cause the, the fairies drop a shit ton of mana mm-hmm. every right. time you kill them. And that fills up your bar pretty much like regularly. Yeah. Um, or like before I hit the health potion, you know, power up spot, I would, you know, switch over to my blue, to blue potions, fill up my mana bar all the way, like fill up my health all the way or whatever, and then hit the health or whatever. Like I just, I found it really interesting, just all the innovation you could do with that and how each and every person has like a different way of approaching, like what style works best for them or like which enemies give them the most grief or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I don't even remember like what my winning strategy was. I think I started with the robots. But like I don't know, I I think I like tried it. I I think that I said, "Okay, I'm going to start with the robots and then I'm going to figure out like which ones are hardest after that and then do it in in like hardest to easiest order." And then I just beat it. <laughs> <laughs> See, James, this is how I expected you to beat the final boss, too. Like, when you were, like, again, like, I might have said this before, but, like, when you were, like, yo, like, I'm kind of struggling, it, like, brought, like, a shiver down my spine, which eventually ended up motivating me to, like, really, like, get my game on. But I did, like, I did, it terrified me. Because, like, that's what I was expecting you to say about the final boss. I was like, oh, I just kind of, like, did it one day. Mm-hmm. Like, it just happened. It came out the fingers. Like, yeah. Because, like, I probably struggled on this sequence a lot more than you did. It sounds like. Maybe. I mean, I, you know, I, I had to learn all of the different, like, I think I died at every single stage, like learning them. And then I like beat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, the, the mages, you know, with like the, the things on the squares yeah. on the ground, I initially assessed that one as the easiest one because I tried it and did it flawlessly by, I think uh-huh. pressuring one right off the bat, really aggressively and killing them. And then beat every yeah. single other thing until I got to that one and was like, all right, guys, now all I need to do is not choke this one. And then choked that and he one. Choked hard. hard. So hard. <laughs> like, so hard. And I was like, okay, mental. Like, so that's when, like, the, yeah. the house of cards started to collapse, but, you know, got to put it back. Uh, yeah, after that happened, I was like, I was like, th- probably the one actual hint that I did give McCoy was like, McCoy, you don't have to dodge roll out of those blasts. You can just, like, walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a very, like... Walking is enough speed to get out of them. <laughs> that's a very, like, MMO player. Like, don't stand in the bad, but, like, don't don't use your dash out of the bad. Just walk out of the you bad. Know it, yeah, you know it kind of I mean? is. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can literally, like, toggle walk instead of run and still get out of it. <laughs> yeah. And that is so um, different. Yeah. Yeah. For most of the time when I was watching McCoy and Elena play, I was kind of adopting like the Socratic method of teaching, <laughs> yes. where you just ask a bunch of questions. <laughs> no doubt about it. And every once in a while, they would just like what lock else everything would you in place. Do with gloves exactly. <laughs> Very much so. I was like, 
McCoy, open that map again. What do you see? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and it's like so funny because I just sit there and I'm like, Matt, I'm, I'm decided not to solve this puzzle, but I do see four skulls. <laughs> Interesting. So four skulls ends up being the same amount of skulls that we saw that were orange, except we only saw three skulls, but maybe, and then it's just like, you're just off the races from fucking there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt, we have a, what's always referencing is, uh, there's this ridiculous fucking puzzle. This is Cat Lady, right? This yeah, is Cat Lady. it's the original yeah. one. Oh my god. So there's a rid- ridiculous fucking puzzle in Cat Lady that is just the most, like, old school point-and-click adventure bullshit, like, puzzle ever. But Zoe had already played the game, and she was watching us just struggle. Like, just absolutely. Because there's nothing else to do in that puzzle except struggle. So you're in, like, you're in a mental there's hospital. There's one option. And you're supposed to overflow the bathrooms so that water goes everywhere so that you can distract the lady at the front desk but but this is not and then clear to you i would say <laughs> at that point right and maybe like all, all it prompts you with is just like i need to get the receptionist away from the de- desk like that is the only prompt you get and then you pick up a pair of gloves <laughs> yeah and so then at one point we're like trying to figure it out and we're like trying to rub every item against every item but not really succeeding and not doing this yet and so it just goes what else could you do <laughs> with gloves and a toilet or something like that and we're just like what nothing what the fuck combine them i guess and then it like proceeds the game and she's like interesting that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> like it was very much like like what you're talking about oh my god yeah it's uh i was not there it was you and gabe right was it i have no idea I, yeah I, I believe it was gabe that was there yeah. James, there's only no way you could survive a cat lady playthrough. James, I just like I mean I know you had to do one on your own and, and frankly we, we think that your mental was, was just checked at the door there and <laughs> it was I mean, my mental was destroyed. I played that game for the first week and like the after the first playthrough I started bitching to my roommate about how shitty that game was. <laughs> and then just bitched to him every single day <laughs> after playing that game for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I'm sure that he vividly remembers the Cat Lady as the game that I fucking hated. No doubt. About it. <laughs> and then James would literally just like he would just like classic relationship style, just like he would bitch to his 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 roommate, and then would come to the podcast with like a feigned smile and be like, "Hey, McCoy, how's your day? <laughs> How you doing?" And it's like you could tell like he was cracking, like he wasn't mm-hmm. he would he didn't really care, you know? But he just had to keep putting the face on, you know what I mean? Um. Okay. Let's see other combat strategies. I, I would just say like. It's interesting to approach games like there's a lot of we talked about last week, like the veteran sort of gamer that comes out where you I think a lot of the sequences like, okay for like the skull guys, there's a lot of them. But if you play it clean by just only hitting them one time, like continually running away and only hitting them once in this sort of AOE slash, it takes a long time, but you don't need to get hit by anything. Like you can just play that flawless. And there's a bunch that you could play just totally flawless if you're just disciplined and it's more just yeah. about doing it and and you right. want to spam and you want to right so we talked about last week you want to do the three piece and then get caught with the stab like you just want to do that and you just have to not so there's a lot of them you need to not do that and then there's some you need some sequences for like strategies for and i feel like it's a combination of those things and just like just knowing that you can play it clean and just being like just do it this time bro and then like seeing only two left and you're like, but I think the sequence right here could be hit, dodge, hit. And then you get hit on like, the, there's only two left and you get hit because you just couldn't, you couldn't not do your strategy or you couldn't 
sorry, you couldn't do your strategy for like the last second. At least that happened to me, and I was like so ashamed of myself. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you knew this sequence was just be clean, and you still fucked it up. But <coughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, same. It was fun, honestly. Like this. Yeah. This is like such. It's just such a different vibe. Like this week for the game. Like it was just so different. It was so opening up into some crazy like almost like conspiracy level like you're seeing symbols everywhere like you're just losing sanity um but it was fun it was fun to like look at it It was fun to like look up puzzles and stuff um i think it's honestly fun to look up this stuff online like i know it's like a little you don't want to do it too early but i think it's like there for you it really is so Mm -hmm. damn yeah i found it interesting i was actually reading a reddit thread today of um of, I think it was just an ask Reddit thread that just said like, like, or maybe it was in the gaming subreddit that just said like, what is a, you know, gaming sin that you regularly commit? And somebody commented saying like, looking up a walkthrough the moment I get stuck with something. But I was just kind of like reading through that comment thread because I just thought it was interesting. Like, is looking up the answers to some of these tunic puzzles like, you know, is it's technically a sin, but like also there's no way I could have gotten any of these answers. And like, it's amazing how understanding I think like people get with that these days. Um, yeah. Well, so- and I think, Oh, and I was going to say like, I, I think like primarily this is also something that we get like, because we have the time constraint of a podcast, right. Where it's like, I would like to figure this out. I just don't have the time or like, I would like to figure this out. However, I have like 20 games that I would like to also be playing. Everyone has Um, a time constraint, whether or not it's a podcast, it's just, it's their interest level, to be honest. Like, it's like if, if you're confronted with, do you play the game anymore? Or do you pick up your comfort game instead and then never come back? Like maybe you should progress in the game. Right. Well, so it's re- and there's some people out there that, like, you know, I, I've kind of perused the Tunic subreddit a little bit. There are people out there who are like, there's this one puzzle that I've been, like, stuck on for two days. And I'm like, yeah. that is, like, I would never allow myself to get stuck for that long, <laughs> <laughs> like, ever. I remember, But, like, you know, for some people, they like that. Oh, no, I dude, I remember the era of my life where I would have loved to do that. That was, I was just younger and I had more time and I had less games. And it was, like, really enjoyable to have something that was meaty to dig your your teeth into but that same meatiness is like like a, a barrier for entry for other people that don't have time or for me like more as an adult with more things to do oh for mm-hmm. sure i mean there was a time when like doom clones were considered the casual video games um because they were like easier to jump into than by doom clones i mean fps's mm. uh they were easier to jump into than like puzzle games, mm-hmm. <laughs> Advent- mm-hmm. point and click adventures, yeah. which you needed to like, you know, have your uh, like string map of all of the insane shit mm-hmm. because you did need to figure out that you needed to put the gloves in the toilet. And like <laughs> that was 80% of the puzzles after like the first half of the game for every single game, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, and I think it's just, like, the, the landscape, it's it's just about, like, you need to read yourself, to be honest, and read, mm-hmm. like, the combination of what you enjoy and also, like, stretch yourself a little bit. You know, I think I, I would urge 
everyone to stretch themselves a little bit and then stretch themselves a little bit more than they want to, but not a lot. Like depending on, and, and that's, I think the, I think we've sort of referenced this a bunch of different times and it comes up all over the place where it's like, oh, I just needed to like look this up to make sure I was on the right path. And now I'm willing to put in the extra time, but I wasn't willing to put in the extra time to be fruitless. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, you need to like know that the time is worth it and you can't really know that in games. Right. And, and especially like, that's, I think one of the really interesting marks of like a really good game is one where you can trust it to be good with your time. Whereas like back to when we were playing back in the day, like you could, some of that stuff was real bullshit, like for real. And like, it would waste your time or it would be like buggy or weird, or you just get lost or confused. And like, you'd sit there and go like, well, I just wasted so much fucking time on this. What the hell just happened? And like that, I think taught us a lot. Like don't, cause like for, if we're talking about like an older game where we're just stuck because the, the, like the way that developers are shepherding you down this path is just really bad in this one sequence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just kind of lost mm-hmm. the plot there. And if you were to talk to them at a, at a coffee shop, they'd be like, dude, if we had more time, we really would have cleaned that up. Like actually in play testing, that was really causing people some stress. Like, those are the ones where, like, you want to, like, smooth that out via, like, your own process as a gamer. You want to sit there and look it up. Like, I was talking to to Chris, one of my old managers. I'm just going to call him Chris. Um, and he was explaining this, like, point in this game. He's like, I'm so frustrated. And I don't know what to do. And I think I'm going to quit. And I was like, if you're going to quit, dude, for real, for real, then you should look it up. And he's like, no, but I don't want to. I'm like, no, but if you're going to quit, though. Like, like your back's kind of against the wall. So it's it's assessing that. And it's it's a combination of you're you're reading yourself and then you're reading yeah like the game and the developer and you're like is it worth it like is the payoff gonna be gonna be worth it um and so i think like as games have gotten smoother i find myself willing to pursue challenges even more even though i'm more like a an adult that has less time so then that force those forces are opposite so like where i end up in terms of how much i'm willing to commit i have no idea but it's like i'm willing to trust the game more but then i just give a fuck less (laughs) less <laughs> in this weird sort of cross section but the other thing i've done on top of that just really quickly is just that it's funny because from a professional standpoint not a professional gamer but for like from an actual professional because it turns out that none of us are professional gamers really maybe capital g gamers at best but <laughs> it's like in the work that i do i can't tell you how many people have had the opposite problem where they're like i can't solve this problem fuck me and i'm like did you look it up though <laughs> And they're like, well, no, you shouldn't look it up. And I'm like, wait, no, no. This is not a game where you're challenging yourself for fun. This is perfect. You are supposed to look it up. What the fuck are you doing? And they're like, no, dude. Like, I should know this. Like, Google's like cheating. I'm like, what do you mean cheating? Like, we are working. Like, our goal is to solve things all the time as fast as possible and as well as possible. I don't want you coding this yourself when you could just figure out someone else who did it way better than you. Like, this is the wrong thing to do. So I always laugh at that problem in, in games like this where it's like people are like should i look it up or should i not because in my professional life it's like if you didn't look it up you shouldn't even talk to me before you've tried to look it up like what are you of course you should try to look it up um so it's just i don't know it's such a it's such an interesting thing the way this all those those play out um i don't know but i think about it all the time to be honest mm-hmm. that's a funny parallel thank you i thought it up myself um, yeah. Okay. Shall we? Yeah, let's rate this bad boy. 
who and get out of here is going last because who chose this game wow uh, did i sure why not sure. i had always thought that james <laughs> did but then zoe was telling the sequence last week and Work. she got it first but no I zoe yes yeah, no zoe zoe chose this game sort of i chose it for nobody you, chose james. this game <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what actually happened is that the listeners chose this game because like eight of them wrote in and were like, you need to play this. And we're like, well, that's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. And actually, if talking about something I see in the world all the time that I didn't see before, like as in little up-down puzzles, people who love Tunic, I am seeing all over the fucking place yeah. in a way that I hadn't seen before. I know our, our listeners wrote in, but like seriously everywhere, like people fucking love this game. And I was like yeah. hesitant to even criticize it at all or to, to even in to even mention moments where I thought I wasn't having fun potentially because I'm just sitting there going like, yeah, but for the right person, this shit is like the best shit though. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. For sure so is. are we deciding it's always last? Is that what we decided? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Matt, I guess as a refresh, you're familiar with our rating system or do you need a reminder? Thumbs. Yeah. Thumbs. So there's gold star, which is like, just oh, like, cream of the crop incredible then there's two thumbs up then there's one thumb up then there's meh then there's thumbs down no, I'm sorry. and we will showcase we will give you an example and last Elena, week or two weeks ago james gave a golden thumbs down so like if you can you know describe it you know that's you're seriously going to suggest to matt that he should break the rules don't you think that's something that like james he's not allowed to break the rules mm-hmm <laughs> That's just you have for the... to you have to you have to become a master of the rules before you can break them. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Plus, like, it's like James, like he'll break the rules and look at you, and be like, "What are you gonna do?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like what? Honestly, and and I think he's sort of got me there. Like, you know, some, do I appreciate being challenged in that way? I don't know. It was kind of invigorating. <laughs> 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 um, but Elena, do you want to give us a shot here? What do you think? Sure. Um, okay. This is clearly a really excellent game. Hmm. Um, like, I think, first of all, just, like, the overarching quality of this game is undeniable. Like, this game is undeniable in the fact that it is just a really good game. Um, it's really well put together. It's really... There's, like, essentially nothing wrong with it, which I shouldn't be a standout thing to say, but, like, is in gaming... Um, it's great. It works really well. I, there's parts of this game that I really, really liked. Um, and I wasn't sure what I was going to think of it, but there's parts of it that just like really work. It's such a love letter to gamers and to gaming and to like gaming history in a way that even I can appreciate. Um, the manual is so cool. It's so nostalgic. I mean, it for I guess for a lot of us who are of a certain age bracket, it's just very nostalgic. Like I know for me, that manual is very nostalgic. Just like the days of like my dad playing Mist and like me looking at his notes and his manual and like all of that, and then playing Mist with him or playing like Chemica, which I think was like Baby Mist and all of those games. Like looking at like the the maps of Morrowind that he would like print out and have notes of. Oh, wait, wait. As I'm, so Matt, just to clarify, you're not allowed to interrupt people during reviews. So watch mm-hmm. me. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, but we were talking earlier about like whether or not it was taking the, the game from the library, but actually what you're describing of like 
almost playing a game that your dad had written the notes in mm-hmm. is like very much a vibe of this game too. Very much. Well, cause this, I mean, this literally has like other players have written notes in your manuals and, um, so that part really, I like, I really liked it was such a great nostalgic kick and also a really cool puzzle. Um, I love the way this game unveils itself to you. It is very not handholdy, and it cl- it was it was also fun as like I don't know how long I get to say this for, but as the newer gamer, mm. I'm no longer that new of a gamer. Like I understand enough about gaming that like playing this game, I was like, fuck yeah, I know what's going on. Like you, there's so many context clues and so much to figure out. Um, that was really fun. I think for. I think, okay, so I think what it will come down to, though, is that I'm going to give this game a two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving it a two thumbs up in a personal realm as a game for me. I think for, in a lot of ways, I think that this game is, like, undeniably a gold star for a lot of people. Like, this is a gold star game. It's just not my gold star game. Um, I think for me... The puzzles just got a little bit tedious at the end of the game. And I don't know if it's because they just weren't the kind of puzzles that I wanted to solve or if left and right is hard for me and that's just a personal issue or <laughs> if like well pacing wise, we kind of fucked it up that we like tried to do all, like literally we tried to do every puzzle in the game at the same time. Like that, like we just did puzzles. There were some puzzles that I found really satisfying, like the mountain gate one. The process of figuring out how to do that puzzle. It's like going through the manual repeatedly and trying to figure out like, wait, like, what does this mean? Like, how do I solve this? I really liked that process. That was very satisfying to me and was like very much what I wanted out of a puzzle game. What I didn't love as much was kind of the more repetitive, again, if you're doing them back to back to back, like fairy puzzles that to me just felt sort of tedious so i'd like get to it and be like i understand how to solve this puzzle however actually solving it is annoying i will google it um so i think for me there's a difference between like figuring out how to solve the puzzle versus actually solving it and for me I really loved like the manual piecing together and like flipping through pages and trying to figure out how to solve things but just for like the particular mode of game or particular particular mode of puzzles in this game, I didn't find the actual, I guess, physical solving of them quite as lovely. Um, oh, quickly on that point, Alina, just like a point about your gaming sort of history and patterns sure. is that, you know, a lot of the games that you played absolutely like at first and sort of more naturally before, like, say, all the podcasts and before, mm-hmm. like, all of the different gaming history that we sort of added on top is you would oftentimes play like say like a frost punk style game or yeah. a civ style game and you would just specifically tell me like i'm going to play this until i understand what's going on and then i'm gonna put it down it, like yeah, it's exactly this and so like you're not necessarily the type of person who like will figure out how to solve it and then do it a hundred times you'll figure out how to solve it walk away does that make sense yeah like i guess for like full disclosure like i solved how to do the mountain puzzle like mcquana had all these ideas bouncing back and forth we're flipping through the manual trying to figure it out i figured out how to do it i had a whole diagram thing i did it mccoy input it it did not work he input it again still didn't work and i was like i made an error in actually drawing this like i know i did mm-hmm. however i have zero motivation to go back and redraw the whole thing mm-hmm. and so let's google it and i had missed one dash 
and that was it and that was a puzzle and it was one of those moments where, like i don't regret googling that like mm. for me the joy of that puzzle was figuring out how to solve it and not yep. the, like inputting and this game just has a lot of the inputting um and the inputs are they're fucking long guys like they're really hard yeah <laughs> that said like for some other people that is gonna be that's gonna get them off like that's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. um so I think, like, undeniably, this is an incredible game, and I really enjoyed it. Just for me, it's a two thumbs. Also, fuck the dash, but, like, it's a two <laughs> thumbs. Um, but I'm sure for other people, it's a gold star. That was long, but that's my review. Nice. Next. Okay. Maybe I'll go, because we sort of played it together. Sure. Or by sort of, I mean, we did. Um, nothing sort of about it. Uh, yeah. See, it's really interesting. Like, I'm, I'm sort of, like, struggling with that, too. Like, we were talking about the two thumbs up to Gold Star. To me, I think... Hmm. I think it... Oof. I think it is a Gold Star. But I think I, like, understand exactly where you come from. And, and maybe it truly is just the fact that I could be dashing with my own fingers as opposed to just <laughs> to witnessing it. But, you know... I... When I first started playing this game... Okay, I, I want to say what, what James said, right? He was like this is an incredible game. You should play it. And I don't think it's necessarily up your alley. And that's like exactly what it is. And I think that was even more. And I said last week, like that's like the most true statement about my fucking playthrough. Mm-hmm. And it's still true. And it's more true. The second sequence too. Cause they're like, I mean, I'm famous for being terrible at puzzles and I'm not terrible at puzzles, but I wouldn't say it's my strong suits. Um, and it's mostly for almost lack of joy in them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the thing I necessarily come to. I enjoyed a lot of the puzzles in this game, but then there's definitely a lot of puzzles in the back half of this game. And there's a lot of like Metroidvania retracing, which I also really don't like, by the way, just personally. Like, I just don't love, it's not just that I don't love retracing, but I just don't, I I don't have a really great memory for like where all the things are that I haven't yet gotten to. And I really hate having to run my nose over everything again. Yeah, we as a team struggle with that, too, because I'm not great with directionals, like, spatial awareness, so that was a hard portion for us. No doubt. And actually, like, we both don't have excellent memories, I would say, um, in terms of, like, that sort of thing. I would agree with that, in terms of that sort of thing. (laughs) As in, we both don't have great memories. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, it's true. Having spent a long time watching you guys play Hollow Knight. (laughs) um, (laughs) Fair. And so it's just like, it's one of those, it's a double blind spot, I think, of us as mm-hmm. a team in this regard. It's like, but also I think we navigate it well in the sense of like, we don't require ourselves to 100% games. We don't require ourselves to get everything. We're not mad at it. Like, for example, when when we were seeing all of the heroes' graves go by, and I was like, these are important. We should either write this down or accept that we will look it up when the time comes to as to where they all are. And we were like, Okay, we'll look it up when the time comes. And then it turns out we didn't even need to do that because there was pa- manual pages. But we were like, had already accepted in our hearts that like because we didn't write down the first two and we've already forgotten where they were, we're okay with looking it up at the mm-hmm. end when it comes. Um, because it had been like a week. And that was just like too much for us to, to remember that. And it's not like an enjoyable process for us to go like, oh shit, like where was that? Ah, oh, it was here. Like, yeah, it depends on the type of person. So, so like that, that I think is all very true in the sense of like, the combat in this game is isometric, which is like my least favorite style of combat, maybe like ever of any of any style. But actually, maybe like in a like slightly different than Zoe opinion. Like I thought, I I like figured out it and got in the zone with it, 
in a more like Dark Souls-esque style. It's not the same, but it's something. Somehow I was able to sort of do it. Um, and so I ended up enjoying it. Um, but it's not my favorite combat style. And like the puzzle solving is not my favorite puzzle solving. So it's like so many things about this game are not my favorite. So that's me as a personal human being individual. But even I just really enjoyed how different and unique this game was and how interesting and bizarre and how like how many secrets were around the corner in terms of like literally around the corner, like whether you run around the staircase and find a walkway to somewhere completely different or just, it's just like, even just the fact that you're running your nose against everything, which is not my favorite thing to do either, but it just is really satisfying this game. So I, I enjoyed the act of going out of the things that I necessarily exactly me love the most and just kind of living in this universe that I felt like other people really loved um, and just experiencing it, looking around and seeing broken door pieces in the water and going, you know, someone else is going to take a screenshot of all these and put them on their notepad. <laughs> 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 and I'm okay with that. Um, and I'm okay with sitting here and being like, I don't think we'll solve that one. Or maybe we'll look it up. And if it's, it's the master sword, then we'll, <laughs> we'll input the code. Okay. It's not, well, fuck me. Um, so I still think I want to give it a gold star just because this game entranced me it entranced me and it entranced us elena i would say and i really enjoyed playing with my mom and trying to figure that shit out and i enjoyed playing with you afterwards and i enjoyed playing with matt watching and i just generally i just really enjoyed it to be honest even though i can sit here and tell you all the reasons why it's not exactly my favorite it wasn't for me but i kind of got into its zone um and played it sort of the way i wanted to and and i really enjoyed my time and i'm also happy to let it go and let the discords and whatever solve the rest of it and and let the the mats or whatever solve the rest of it like that like that gives me peace and I, I there was a piece of this game where i was like huh i would enjoy watching someone solve this <laughs> you know i've enjoyed being the co-pilot helping but do i personally want to do it like not necessarily so that's where i land with it but i just i, I just think like i i don't know how we can articulate this but goddamn like what a unique thing and if this is anything up your alley like it is really it is really something so okay let's do what like matt and james and zoe what do we think about that sure, sure. i can go in the middle all right all right so first of all thanks for having me back on the podcast it was a lot of fun doing this nice um, i love having you I think, like I said, there aren't a lot of games that I actually complete. Mm. So I think this one definitely grabbed me. And it reminded me a lot of some some other similar games where it, it was uh, pretty short. So it reminded me a little bit of uh, some... The two Zelda games, I'll say it reminded me of, were... The uh, new remaster of Link's Awakening. And then also... Oh god, I forget the exact title. But it it's kind of uh, like a... What's that rhythm game with the good music? Crypt of the Necrodancer? Crypt yes. The Necrodancer. There, it, there's a Crypt oh, of the Necrodancer Zelda game that I mm. played. It mm. really reminds me of that one also. Hmm. And I think all three of them were, like, the right length and kind of... I enjoy that kind of cartoony, 
uh, it's very like Nintendo yeah. style mm-hmm. of uh, of art, and I think all all three of those just kind of you know for a week play through it, really enjoy it. So I think I would give it. I'd probably give it a gold star just because I think even compared to maybe those other two, it did have a level of challenge um, that was really fun too. Hmm. I, you could definitely heard me like raging at some of the bosses. <laughs> <laughs> I would just get keep. It was the rat kick. That rat kick was just Damn brutal. Setting me off. <laughs> yeah. Kicking yeah. me in the nose. Um, so yeah, it's like borderline gold star. I think most games in my life that I've like really enjoyed, I want to play them for more than a week. Mm -hmm. And this, I'm kind of okay with it being like just playing it for a week and beating it and then moving on, Mm -hmm. which isn't always my favorite type of game, but I guess it kind of it kind of served its purpose. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I think it deserves a gold star for that. Cause for that week I was really entertained by it. And, you and know, it's, it's nice that not yeah. every game has to be the game that we play forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure even though I completed a large p- portion of the game, there's a lot more that I probably did not discover. Um, but that's okay. Hmm. And yeah, it was fun busting out the paint. Hmm. That I think maybe that was another level of challenge. The the puzzle solving that required. I'm a gamer who likes to like open up an Excel sheet and make like fully analyze a game and so having opening up the paint and like analyzing the puzzles was uh kind of like a different version of that which was really fun so yeah i definitely enjoyed this game and i'd give it a gold star nice yeah we're glad to have had you on this episode matt because it's just like when we saw this we were like that feels like a mad game and then Mm -hmm. i just sat there and i was like Am I confident in that? I'm like, it feels like a bad game. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so nice. Yeah. Matt, can I ask you really quickly, like, how much pull does Zelda have in the modern day for you? Like the old school ones that are like this, like 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 a Link's Reawakening remaster. Like you play that shit or? Um. Yes, it depends on the art style. Like I probably wouldn't pull out my NES and play like the original zelda game but hmm. if if it's like an updated art style then i'd consider it hmm. okay all right james you're up sorry all right i'm up uh hmm. this game for me is also gonna be a gold star um yeah i didn't interact with some of the puzzles along the way i I guess I missed a few and, but like I was, I felt like I was in like flow state for so much of this game, just like taking in all this information and exploring and discovering things. And, um, I just really loved that. Um, 
and then also I felt like I kind of entered flow in the in the combat a little bit. Um, we mentioned uh, a number of times on this podcast that uh, I I exited that flow state with the final <laughs> boss for a while, but then yesterday I kind of re-entered there and just like forced myself to absorb what the boss was doing and like how I could interact with it. Mm. And I was, and then I started overthinking it and was, I was like, am I missing something? And then I was like, no, I'm not. I'm what I'm missing is skill. And I just <laughs> sat down and, and did it. And, um, I don't know. I, I, when I finally beat it, I was like, oh, that was totally doable. Like this whole time, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I think is, uh, the sign of a really well-made boss fight. Um, and yeah, I don't know. The The game is just good, man. It's just a good, really good game. Yeah. Um, and for that, uh, I give it a gold star. James, Shall this we? game felt so much like Up Your Alley too, though. Like they're yeah. running your nose against yeah. shit and like half the time I was solving puzzles, I could just feel your life force. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like a lot of the ways that you solve puzzles in this game are things that I would suggest to you constantly watching you play Hollow Knight where you wouldn't have even thought of it. Yeah, like run your nose you know? up against that wall right there. Mm -hmm. That one like looks a little bit gray to me. Like it doesn't necessarily look foreground. Oh, that's a chest. Like, you know, just yeah, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like all the yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I, I I think there's something to be really said about like the combat in this game. Like so much of it, there are like tricks, quote unquote, that you can do, like counters. But just it's almost like what we said about looking it up. Just knowing that you just need to to sit down and interact with it. You know what I mean? Just knowing you can do it, it's doable. You just gotta. Is like I feel like the mental key. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. All right. All right. I'll take us home. Thank you. Um. Yeah. I mean, I just one of the one of the banes of going last is just all of the points have been said and done. Um. I think. I mean, I I really enjoyed my time with Tunic. I mean, from the minute that I booted it up last year and started playing through it and seeing some of the influences. Um, like I said, I have never played a Zelda game, so I don't really have that, I guess, comparison point to go off of. But for me, it was like the Dark Souls combative aspect plus just the piecing together of manual pieces. I really thought the manual was the coolest part of this game. Um, just all the way, like the, the sound design of flipping through those pages. Sometimes I would like to just open the manual, just thumb through all 55 pages or something. Just hear the like, I'm just like, ah, completion. I love it. Um, yeah. And I, I, I also just kind of like that idea of like when you had pull, when you pull up the manual, the game um, kind of minimizes in the background and like kind of pixelates as if it's coming off of a box color TV, like the kind that I used to play like PlayStation two games on when I was growing up. And that just kind of, it really drove that nostalgia factor home for me of like, yeah, just picking up a manual and 
writing notes in it in pen or whatever, or like discovering other people's wisdom and secrets. Um, and overall, I, I just, I had such a fun time with this game. I, you know, I have my gripes about the combat. I think it's because I wanted it to be a lot more like Dark Souls in a way. And at the end of the day, it's, it's not like Dark Souls in that I, I like need the fox's sword to maybe be like two inches longer. I was whiffing <laughs> a lot with that sword and it would frustrate me. <laughs> so like, you know, just make the sword a little bit longer and then we're golden with combat. Um, but kind of like what James was saying, like I would get frustrated with combative sequences and then end up like becoming triumphant, you know, say for that final boss fight. Um, but I would, I would walk away from it triumphant and be like, oh, that was easy. Like, okay, like, I, I know what I needed to do there, and it really wasn't that bad. Um, but that being said, it is a very, it was a very difficult game for me combat-wise. Um, but I think ultimately, the things that really shine for me, um, and this is just the style I am as a gamer who came into this knowing that there was a puzzle aspect to it, I have a very good memory when it comes to like notable landmarks or things. So I just made sure even going through areas for the first time and had a question mark over stuff. Like, so by the time I needed to hunt down all the heroes graves, like I already had in my notebook exactly where each and every location of the heroes graves were. Um, plus could like recall it from memory. And so that kind of Metroidvania part of it, I just, I really like and really excel that. And kind of like what James said, like was able to achieve a flow state with that of just checking things off the list. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people write in how there's just comparisons to Outer Wilds. Mm. I still think Outer Wilds is like a better game, like discovery wise, but this game does come pretty fucking close and does scratch a little bit of that itch, I think. It's not necessarily for like what the story reveals as much as it's just those moments where you discover something either in the manual or elsewhere and you just mutter to yourself just like, son of a bitch that was there the whole time or just son of a bitch like that that's been happening right before my eyes this entire time and i i was none the wiser but now my world has opened up i i think that sort of thing that sort of discoverable moment was just really fun and like i said that that final mountain door puzzle i fucking loved printing it out and tracing lines and everywhere and just kind of like piecing it together that way and then finally putting that final input in wondering to myself at the 45th input oh my god if this is wrong i'm gonna rage and it was thankfully <laughs> right um but, but like yeah. you know it, it was just so cool to have all the pieces click into place and feel like it was like awesome um i don't know if i'll go back and like find the remaining five fairies and the remaining two treasures i still have i know one of the treasures you can only get by co collecting all 20 fairies so it's just kind of one of those things where i i've had my fun with this game i think i'm gonna leave it there um and just kind of let the let the rest of reddit and the gamers uh you know walk away with the 100 percent completion i guess but i mean who am i kidding i i do like to 100 
100% a game. So maybe I'll end up going back eventually. Who knows? Um, but yeah, all of this is to say a gold star. Gold star from me. Really enjoyed my time with it. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Nice. Matt, awesome. Matt, can I ask you, have you played Outer Wilds? No, I don't think so. Holy oh, shit, wait, bro. Wow. Oh. No, no, I'm thinking of Firewatch. Yeah, if you don't know what this is, bro, Matt, this is your next favorite game. <laughs> mm-hmm. We will all watch yeah. you play it. <laughs> that is oh true. God. Matt, you're Outer like, you're Wilds. made for this game, brother. Like, it's... Not to I, be confused with Outer Worlds, by the no, way. No, no, no. The yeah, outer don't play Worlds the Outer Worlds. Like, so outer, outer Worlds is like you a Fallout like randomly 3. generate, yeah. 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 So you know you want Outer Wilds. And uh, I would... So, right, we did... That was the last... Okay, that's the last topic point that I want to briefly check on. Because we, I, f- I feel like we never actually talked about like the comparison to Outer Wilds. And I, I it's like we don't want to spoil Outer Wilds. But I would just say personally, without like ruffling any feathers... Outer Wilds is, to me, like, leagues above this game. Just, mm-hmm. like, it's just, Outer like... Wilds is the Slay the Spire of Discovery games. Right. Yeah. Where, like, nothing is even close. I'm playing Roguebook right now. It's fun. But yeah. it's, like, every roguelike or Slay the Spire-style game that is that on Steam says it's, like, Slay the Spire, they all are very good or whatever. Rated, like, very great. Very positive great. on Steam. Yeah, very positive. But the only one that's overwhelmingly positive is Slay the Spire. Like, that's right. the only one that can right. ever... And so, I'm sure this game is overwhelmingly positive on Steam. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, to me, Outer Wilds is just in another mm-hmm. universe. Let's put it like that. It's in another yeah. universe. Um, right. So, please play that, Matt, and report back. Goddamn. <laughs> okay. Cool. But let's call it. It's Good. a little bit late for us, and I think we fucking did it, boys. We fucking oh, did it. Wait, we fucking did wait. it. Goddamn it. Wait. No. No, it's very quick, but we are we're doing this this year because we are on it. Gentlemen, ladies of the podcast, friends on the internet. Okay, we're going to be out next week as we take time to play Lies of P, which will mm. be our next podcast game. Yep. If you want to play along with us, if you want to have it not be spoiled, do your homework now, get it mm-hmm. together. In two weeks, we will be back with Lies of P. That's mm-hmm. it. That's right. Tearing your thumbs out. And realistically, we're probably not going to beat the whole thing. That's a lot. It's a it's a large ass game, but we did. We just we wanted to put. We wanted to get it on the podcast somehow. It deserves yeah. a shout out, and so we're going to mm-hmm. do our best. It won my game of the year category. That's right. Over Quickie Love Hotel. So I mean, Which you, is you know it's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in in two yeah, weeks for Lies of yeah. P. In the meantime. You know that meme, those Enjoy. who know, know? It's like Wiki Love Hotel. Those who know. You know what I mean? Yeah, they know. <laughs> all right. Um, all um, right. But yeah, Thank you. Let's do a clap sync out. Wow. So we will do a clap outro in three, two, one. And then we will just <laughs> I want everyone to know McCoy did not clap and like Fuck frantically me. tried to clap after that and really whipped No, it. I, I you, went for the you clap after. want me to after. do a second clap outro? Uh, maybe. Like the thing was, bro, like, okay, so like I thought we were doing a click outro for some reason, but you said clap, but I just <laughs> didn't like get it. And so then I, I was like, I positioned my mouse over the stop button and then tried to whip a clap and then stop myself inches away because it was just so late. It wasn't going to be helpful. Like I am also the editor and I understand that a throw clap is not helpful um and then i just sat there looking at lena like 
don't mention this. And she was like, got it, got it. (laughs) Tell everybody on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Clap outro attempt number two. Thank you. We will do a clap outro in three, two, one.